What's up, Video Landers? I'm Brad. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Seth. Welcome to Adventures in Video Land number 196. It's only ice cream. Danny Rand is my name, and it means something. A frog in a well has no knowledge of the ocean. That's very good. 196, can you believe we're at 196? 200 is right around the corner, my good friend. Who knew? Who would have Who would have thunk it? I know. Who would have thought we all would have disbanded? Just just gave up. Just gave up, but we're not. Yeah. We're strong. Yeah. Like the mighty Iron Fist. Sure. We're strong like the dragon. Yeah. Whatever the fuck that means. The hand. Because I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. So anyway, tonight I want to talk about Iron Fist. Fans love it, but critics hate it. So tonight we will criticize the critics and the fans. And afterwards, we will criticize our top five news headlines of the week, criticize some trailers, and conclude with what we've been watching this week, or probably more like criticizing each other for what we've been watching this week. So remember, you can find us on adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Videoland. And speaking of critics... So, a good thing to remember when, when the boys broadcast from the Dragon's Lair, which we are right now, um, spoilers are always abound. So if you haven't watched what we're talking about, um, we're probably going to ruin it for you. And sometimes this place can be a lot like a locker room. So sometimes you might hear sweaty, some yeah. stinky. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. A lot of a lot of foul mouth yeah. shit going around. A lot, of, a lot of foul mouth, good looking dudes doing stuff. That sounds so, yeah. gross. You you get that image. <laughs> My goodness. Not your grandpa's radio. Mm-mm. Not your daddy's radio. Mm-mm. Maybe your grandma's. Maybe your grandpa in a steam room. Yeah, yeah. in the nineteen thirties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think my grandpa nineteen thirties would totally check us out. Yeah. Not us, but the podcast. Oh, not yeah. us in the steam room. No, not in the thirties. Okay. Yeah. Um, how far are you guys into Iron Fist? I have two episodes left, so okay. I haven't gotten to the conclusion yet. But um, I've enjoyed it so far. You know, I'm 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 optimistic about it where it's going. So okay, I'm number I'm on number nine. So I'm a, a few behind you, Seth. I'm in the middle of episode eleven. Okay. So I'm. I think it's all right. I don't okay. think it's the best, but I definitely don't think it's the worst. Okay. Um, I mean, are we gonna go in, or is that just you want my quick thoughts? Yeah, just quick thoughts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's all right. I don't think that it deserves all the hate it's getting. Okay. But yeah. Let's start with. Um, I want to start this off with a quote from Finn Jones. Um, after the negative criticisms that have come in, he said, "The show is not made." For critics. Did you guys see that quote from him mm-hmm. earlier today? So this is something that I just want to address because it's something that kind of annoys me. You hear people all the time come out and say, um, it's not for the critics or, you know, all it's kinds an art of... flick. <laughs> exactly. It's not for the critics or the critics got it wrong. I hear that a lot. Yeah. The critics got it wrong. If you're talking with your friends at the game store, if you're talking with your friends at, on, on, you know, on the couch in the living room, if you're talking with your friends at the fucking supermarket, whether it's good or it's not good... You're a fucking critic, okay? Everybody's a critic, man. I just hate people when they... When they I don't hate people. I hate when they say, you know, uh, the critics don't get it, or the critics this, or the critics that. Everyone's a critic, especially if you're a part of this group, man. We criticize. And critics... Criticizing isn't necessarily a bad thing. There's good criticisms. There's bad criticisms. I like Finn Jones quite a bit, mm-hmm. but I just hated him saying that this show was not made for critics. I get what he's saying a little bit. I, I think... It, you know, maybe it was better if he said, you know, it's not made for, like, the Academy, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Cle- clearly, they're not trying to win an Emmy with this yeah, show. Yeah. It's not the goal. It's for people who love Marvel, who love superheroes. Um, and, and, you know, that may not be the guy writing for New York Times magazine. Um, so I kind of get where he's coming from. But I agree. In, in the Internet age, everybody's a critic. And, everybody. Um, 
you know, everybody's got their opinion to share on social media. And, and I love so, Marvel. I love yeah. DC. I love comic books. And I criticize everything, you know. Um, I think criticizing, I'm my own worst critic, man. Uh, if it comes to um, health, if it comes to podcast, if it comes to being a good father or a good husband, I want to be criticized. I, I look at my life as um, over with a magnifying glass on it. I want to be the best, and I can't do that if I don't criticize myself. Now that I have that off my chest, um, I want to get into, I searched the internet and I gathered some of the repeated criticisms. Um, so I'm going to read some of the criticisms that uh, are popular and see what you guys think, all right? Um, the first one um, that I read was, Iron Fist is the weakest Marvel Netflix series, but offers B-grade action fun. Um, a guy named Daniel Feinberg uh, for The Hollywood Reporter called Iron Fist Marvel and Netflix first big misstep, adding that Iron Fist feels like a step backward on every level. What do you guys think about that? I would say I, I, I disagree. It's third for me, which is like right in the middle. I would say Daredevil Season 1, Jessica Jones, then Iron Fist, Daredevil Season 2. I didn't like Luke Cage. Uh wasn't yeah. for me. Um, so it's right in the middle for me. Absolutely not as good as Daredevil Season 1, but um, more than watchable. Yeah, I don't think it's a step backward. I, You know, like when you watch um, Luke Cage, I had fun with Luke Cage up until Episode 6, Episode 7, somewhere around there, and then it fell off completely. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's consistent. You know, um, I know people who hate the show. Um, Ryan Smith kind of surprised me. Ryan Smith's a big... Um, He's not a big Marvel comic book fan, but he's a huge MCU fan. Like, mm -hmm. he really gets into these movies. Um, and he's okay with Daredevil, Jessica Jones, things like that. But he was telling me last night he couldn't stand this fucking show. It was like 13 hours wasted. Mm -hmm. And I like it. I don't I don't love it. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think it's consistent with, the, with Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. I think this one really gets good at episode six. Okay. And, and, and I think it gets a little bit more clarity, a little bit more fun. So I think it's it's consistent, just different problems, you know, yeah. than the other ones. It has the slowest start, that's for sure. For sure. Um, but you know, if you stick with it, it's it, yeah, it's good. Step backwards. Um, is it the worst? You know, and and my whole thing too is that uh, I think that this movie is literally Iron Man two. All it's doing is world building because it's like, hey, Defenders is right around the corner, and let's be honest, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage didn't world build. At all, they dealt with their own stuff. They were not building with stuff that uh, that um, they're going to be dealing with in Defenders. I don't feel like because I don't feel like the Purple Man. I don't think that uh, uh, oh, what's it, Copperhead's going to be coming back. No, yeah, by any stretch of the imagination for that. Um, I think it's going to deal with the hand and stuff like that more. So that's something that I like about it. What was it Diamondback? Is that who or it was? Diamondback? Diamondback. I'm sorry, okay. I called him yeah. Copperhead. Whatever. Um, Which I thought was a horrible villain. Yeah, you know. And no, I, I was going to say. Jessica Jones, nothing happens in that show. I like it, uh -huh. but literally nothing happens. It's the same thing that actually happened before the show. Oh, the purple man teases her and is yeah. mean to her. It's the same thing that happens to Jessica Jones. Yeah. Or before Jessica Jones and during Jessica Jones. And I'm sorry, Luke Cage, like, as, as you said, until about, at about seven, I was liking it. And then about seven, I don't give a damn anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and then... Uh, 
Daredevil season two is pretty hit or miss with me. That there was some stuff I liked, but there was lots of other stuff I didn't. But Daredevil season one, that's been the first one that I feel like that we can all agree is awesome. Yeah. So, and I think when you're looking at like say Luke Cage, um, the villain in that, which was Diamondback, right? No, it's Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth. Yeah, I was I'm sorry. Diamond, I, was... I always got the Diamondback and Cottonmouth kind of mixed yeah. up uh, because I wasn't too familiar with them beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, but I honestly think the villains in this with um, what's his name, Harold. Um, is it Harold and Wade, Harold the father Meacham. and the son? Yeah. yeah. Like, and then the hand, and then, you know. Um, Everybody's a bad guy. Madam Dow, yeah. It's like, insane. I, I honestly like the <laughs> villains here, which I'll talk a lot, little bit more in depth later, but I actually like the villains, villains here better than I did in Luke Cage, like towards the end of Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. You know, because I really did like um, the guy who just won the Academy Award for Moonlight, um, who was in the first half of Luke Cage. I thought yeah. he was dynamite. But yeah, I don't think it's a step backward. I do think there's some. This guy says um, B grade action fun. I do think there's some B grade action fun there. Um, mm-hmm. I wish it would have um, went into a little bit. I, I wish this was the top, my favorite. Right now, I think I put it right next to. Uh, I say probably next to Daredevil. You know, I like it better than Luke Cage. That's a rough one too because I do like Luke Cage. I love the actor that plays Luke Cage. I like the Harlem back the setting. I like the the score. But man. As a whole, I think it kind of fell apart after episode six or seven. Scene. I think I'm about. I think I go Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, Daredevil two, Luke Cage. Yeah. I think I'm. I'm yeah, agree that's with where you I that uh, I was gonna say that. Uh, and Jessica Jones, though, like I like Jessica Jones. Um, especially, I love the Purple Man. Mm-hmm. You know, no, he's great. Yeah, he's I great. I think the mystery was good though too. In yeah. Jessica Jones, like I. But I think really... that's the least one I would go back and watch. I don't think yeah. Jessica Jones mm-hmm. is as fun. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's a little dark. What's cool about this one too, though, is that there's all kinds of cool little Easter eggs for mm-hmm. everything. Like up until like I love you're not to it yet, but eventually he's gonna get a shirt. Uh, Claire gives him a shirt, and he's like, uh, here, uh, you can use this. He won't need it anymore. And Danny looks at, it and there's bullet holes in it, and he's like. Is this guy okay? It's uh-huh. Luke Cage's shirt. Like, cool. yeah. So it's just uh, fun little tidbits. You know, can I, yeah. I want to talk about that real quick too because we talk about Easter eggs. I think all of them done a pretty good job with Easter eggs. Daredevil, mm-hmm. Luke Cage, Jessica mm-hmm. Jones. Um, and this is supposed to be shared universe, oh, yeah. right? I don't think they really own that shared universe as much as I would like to see. Defenders will be cool. Hopefully, they'll uh, bridge some gaps there. But, like, there's a scene. I just want to talk about real quick, and we'll go on to a next quote. But there's a scene where, um, I think it was Claire Temple, which was a nice little cameo. Mm -hmm. Um, She says that she knows a guy who was fighting against the hand. Yeah. You know, you would think that the first thing he would say was, fucking, you know, I'm from Kun Lun. Um, That's my job to defeat the hand. There's other people here to fight the hand, and he's good at it. Uh He lived. You know, like, I really wanted to see some of that shared universe really connecting. Like, oh, you need to give this fucker a call. Or he maybe he can help you. But I did like the Hogarth thing at the very beginning from Jessica Jones, mm-hmm. uh, her boss. So that was kind of cool that we got a little... Uh, and then Claire is nice. That she's nice tissue between all of it. Yeah, I know. So. I really wish they would just embrace that shared universe more. Oh, Not yeah. even just on the TV level. But I'm. we've talked for a long time now, uh, mm-hmm. Seth, about how I really want to see these guys embrace the Marvel Cinematic Universe on the silver screen. Yeah. And I'll get into this in more depth as well, but I think Finn Jones will fit in perfectly with Defenders or on a large-scale level. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually really happy with this casting. So I, I think this one here is complete bogus. Um, I think it's B-grade fun. I don't think it's the weakest, and I don't think it's a step backward. I think it's consistent with the rest of them. No, I think the, I mean, the B-grade fun is definitely true. It, it, there, you know, it's choreographed well. Maybe not all the actors can, like, you know, 
they're not Jet Li, it's not Jackie Chan, right? There's a lot of FaceTime. Yeah. Like, you see a lot of their faces instead of what they're doing, which I think that's what they're doing to hide. That, like, that's not always them doing these things. Right, but, I mean, it works for me, and it's definitely not a step backward. I like it better than Luke Cage. Um, Even though I love the character of Luke Cage, I love the actor. Um, That show just was not as written as well as I think this one is. Yeah, and I I do think this has some problems um, on the script level. Uh, which we'll get into as well. Um, another internet quote reads, um, the first three episodes are really bad and they seem like first draft scripts in need of extensive rewrites. You want to speak, talk about that? Um, I, I will, I will say this as a whole. I think it's strange that, I mean, we, we already talked about how it's such a slow start and mm-hmm. I don't understand why they aren't showing us anything. All they do is talk about yeah. cool things like we never see the dragon. We never see, or at yeah. least I don't think we see the dragon, but we never really see any of the trials or anything like that. We hardly even see, is it Kung Lung? Am I saying Kung Lung, yeah. Yeah, we're not, we don't really even see that that much. I mean, there's, there's all these cool things that they just don't really focus on. They're just really focusing on getting him here in New York and then, and now. Yeah. So I can kind of agree with that. Let me connect another quote to that. Okay. For, for you. Um, so the first three episodes are really bad and they seem like first draft scripts in need of extensive rewrites. And the show has enough story for about 10 episodes, but pads it to stretch things into 13 episodes instead. Also, um, a critic, Allison Keene of collider.com said that the pace Forces plot points and character interactions to be drawn out to a ludicrous, ludicrous degree. I can see where that criticism is. I, I, I agree that um, they should have had some kind of flashbacks to. Um, I mean, everybody loves an origin story, right? I yeah. mean, uh, I, I love Batman Begins. Yeah, and it, this is essentially Danny Rand's Danny Rand Begins. But he, you know, Iron Fist is not Batman, so it's it's almost needed more because. This isn't, you know, it's not Captain America. It's not Iron Man. This is not a character that you uh, probably are super familiar with. So I needed those flashbacks a bit. And and I agree as far as drawing it out. I mean, spoiler alert, but they don't even find out that it's the real Danny Rand at the end of episode one, right? Mm-hmm. There should, should be no reason why he should be three episodes in. And they're just figuring out that, oh, it really is him, you know? Yeah. I think when because this is thirteen episodes. Daredevil was thirteen episodes. Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. I don't like that standard of that network formula. Yeah, they should have be, yeah. been like ten. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones is the gold standard. Like I watch Game of Thrones, and yeah, there might be some will spinning, right? But for the most part, I feel like I'm getting some some really good television. Uh, Walking Dead is something that you know I'm a big fan of comics. Uh, Walking Dead, but the show. This Slow as hell. this fucking entire season, I look at April almost every Sunday. My wife and I'm like, "What are we even watching this for?" It is so will spinning. Uh, Star Wars Rebels is another one that I love. Star Wars, my favorite thing ever. Star Wars Rebels, I think, has a lot of will spinning. Um, when you look at this, 13 episodes. Uh, I heard that there's like three million an episode here. Okay, I honestly think that you could condemn. I think a, a big problem with Luke Luke Cage, Iron Fist. I think all of them, and I hear this a lot towards Iron Fist being episode one through six or one through three are boring. I think that if they, they could have kind of condensed, I think they could have, I think they could have condensed that saved three to $6 million and showed us some Kun Lun, Mm -hmm. you know, give us, give us some uh, more interesting things to look at because I, I do have a problem with some of the pacing, but again, I'm a Batman begins fan. I actually like seeing the, the kid come back and I did get kind of sick of him saying it's complicated. I, I do think that, 
it would have been more interesting. I, I think there's better ways to kind of for him to explain himself instead of roaming around kind of like a, with a chi- like a chicken with his head cut off. I think there's a better way for him to explain himself and his situation. But for the most part, I like the Batman Begins setup, so that that's kind of for me. You know, mm-hmm. I like that. But they definitely have a problem, I think, with the 13 episodes, man. Not cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get what they're trying to do, and and I'm not a huge Marvel fan as far as the MCU, but I really like the shows because I think in the shows it's more character focused, whereas in the movies it's all about the powers, you know. Um, and so I get it, like like that moment that he has with the homeless guy. Um, I think that's really good to like show what kind of person he is. So I would have kept that in, but that you can still do that in ten hours, right? Yeah. Ten hours is a lot of time to to let you know who somebody is. Yeah, and I would say. Man, I would almost go Game of Thrones. I think the last two seasons here, are they saying it's like seven, eight episodes, something mm-hmm. like that? Maybe even six? I don't yeah, know. it's seven and six, but the whole thing, those episodes are going to be an hour and a half, or an okay. hour and 20, okay. rather than... So what do you think the gold standard should be for network television? Ten episodes. I think so. I think that's yeah. fair. Because I think 13, you just stretch it a little too mm-hmm. much. And I think that you're seeing that. Um, a lot of people's criticisms here um, are on that pacing. And I think that you would have had a tighter story, a tighter script, if you would have took this down to 10. Do you think you could recut it into a, into 10 episodes? Fuck, I think you could tell his whole story of him coming back from Kun Lun all the way to this in the in the fucking opening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the opening credits. Mm-hmm. You know, fuck, they did that all the time back in the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. You know? I look at the old... Um, Remember the Incredible Hawk with like Lou Fregno, mm-hmm. right? Um, didn't they tell like his whole like origin story like in the opening sequence? Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I definitely think there's some issues there. But for the most part, um, I'm kind of the bad one to talk about this too because you know how how man I stay so busy with Video Land between marathons versus Pantheon, it never stops. I'm even when I'm done with this one, I'm going right into Saturday. We're doing Raid versus Dread. Okay, mm-hmm. we just came off of a marathon. I'm planning my next marathon, and this was the only time in the last three months that I said, I'm not going to, cause I wasn't even planning on really having a, this conversation. New power Rangers came out, life comes out, um, all kinds of stuff's coming out. So I was like, you know what? I was surprised because I didn't know it was going to be released on that Saturday. I saw that post and I go, you know what? I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch the shit out of this. And I was able to shut off my brain. Um, I wasn't planning on doing an interview on it or not an interview, but a review on it. Mm-hmm. And then I just kicked back and I watched 13 episodes and I had a blast with this. You know, um, so maybe I'm not looking at it as, as critical as I do most things. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, man, I I liked the, uh, you know, the simple story that he had here. Again, I appreciate the world building. Uh-huh. Everything yeah. from Claire to seeing some stuff with the hand to seeing uh, um, w- with the Luke Cage reference to the uh, with with Claire having the letter from from the prison or. Danny getting Luke Cage's shirt, or uh, Joy getting the, um, uh, gosh darn it, Joy getting Jessica Jones to take pictures of all of her bosses. I mean, it's just like, I I love that that universe. Yeah, I love the world building. I love, too, that we're learning about the hand. That's another cool thing, because, like, Daredevil doesn't explain that much about it. I mean, it's just kind of like, oh, I gotta take these guys down. I wish we could have got something from Daredevil this time around, just a cameo or something, because he hasn't been seen since, what, Daredevil Season Mm -hmm. 2? Right. He didn't pop in Luke Cage. It would have been really interesting to see him pop up to help, you know, build that world even more. Yeah, or somebody from his show. I mean, Claire's getting a little overdone for me. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I I liked her in this. It was it was it was nice to see her, but I do agree. Like they can't push her too much more. No, I liked her in this. I didn't need her to be like taking karate lessons, yeah. you know, at the the dojo. <laughs> that like it doesn't make sense to me that she's like everywhere. Um, but I mean, I know they kind of pushed it that she's like trying to to get in with all these people. But 
I agree. Um, and you know, with the hand, I mean, Gao is is great in oh, this. I mean, um, they're like Hydra, but better. Right. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. That uh, they're they're Hydra, but not boring. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's crazy though. Like with thirteen episodes, you think you would be able to flesh out a lot, and there, I think there's a lot of things that feel like wool spinning, but then there's other things that that's not fleshed out. Like there's that scene where she kind of pushes um, Danny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she never does that again. You know? Like, towards the end... When I she... hope to God there's a demon in her. I want uh, there to be a demon Because you know how dragon. she pushes him back and yeah. like, don't fuck with me? And mm-hmm. then, like, the next episode, he goes over to China or whatever yeah. and knocks she down let, the wall. She lets herself get taken. Yeah, you think yeah. so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's she's in charge. She's one of my favorite characters that they've had. I mean, she's, she's my favorite villain, I think, um, other than maybe Kingpin. Yeah, Kingpin's uh, pretty badass. He was, mm-hmm. That was badass, but... Um, she's just like so calm and in control the whole time, even like when she gets captured. Um, so I, I like that like juxtaposition between her being this frail old lady and then clearly having like yeah. she's in charge, right? Nobody's she's like, like the really Marvels Marvel's Yoda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So another criticism is that Finn Jones I love this one, this is kind of funny. Finn Jones is the Hayden Christensen of the Marvel Universe. Um, Allison Clean of Collider.com said that Danny's personality and decision-making are split somewhere between an adult man and a 12-year-old boy. Well, let's think about this. I know. I, I, he's, I, I, yeah. He's, what? He When did they when react? Was he when he was nine? Or whatever, uh, 10? 10, yeah. yeah. And then you grew up in a monastery, uh-huh. and then you come back here. And you kind of learn to shut all emotion off. And now there's no one keeping that in check. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You might be kind of a, a giant man-child. Yeah. You might make split decisions. Holy hell. This... Oh, my gosh. It makes decent story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like I mean, I yeah. hated hearing that criticism. I've heard that over and over it's on the internet. Kind of how he is, though. Yeah, I think so. I agree yeah. with you. And he's yeah. got a fifth-grade education, and yeah. he's running a billion-dollar company or yeah. whatever. I mean, that's... And they can't really do yeah. shit about it, though. And I heard a lot of criticisms. Like, he just comes into the company and starts calling shots, and people just let him do it. They're just not letting him do it. He owns like what fifty one, fifty two percent. His on name's the board. on the building, yeah. And yeah. then now they're starting to try to push him out, and his brother and sister, you know, half brother sister, whatever they are, uh, Harold and um, or Ward and Joy, yeah, you yeah. know. But it's I'm sick of hearing that criticism. That yeah, why is he making these calls? Why is he doing that? It's like because he's able to, and then they then he's they try trying to, to be a out. good person. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I. I don't like that criticism because, yeah, I, he's a fish out of water. He's coming back. He doesn't know shit from Shinola, you know? Yeah. And he's going to make these kind of decisions. So I think that was pretty much spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, his decision-making is clearly simplistic, right? But mm-hmm. I think it should be. I think it makes sense for the, the, the story. Um, and, and he's the a little milk toast. I'll give yeah. it that. I mean, he definitely seems like... But I think that that's kind of a little bit of who the character is. I think that he's going to have way more personality the next time we see him because he's going to... Be comfortable in his own skin, basically. Because yeah. is he Danny or is he the Iron Fist? Yeah. Or are they one in the same? What about this Hayden Christensen thing? <laughs> Some of the lines he delivers, but I think uh-huh. that's part of the problem with. Uh, I think the script is a little wonky, and I parts. think it's direction as well. Yeah. I, like yeah. I don't, I haven't been able. I didn't research who directed this compared to Jessica uh, Jones. And, uh, what's his face from Wu Tang? Well, he only did like one episode. I he did like three. Uh, he might have. I don't know. I know he did one. I know he did six. He might have done more than that. Okay, I'm for sure. But well, three out of thirteen. I'm That's just saying. A, yeah, I honestly think that Rizza, from the one that I watched, mm-hmm. he probably should have been the showrunner instead of, because you could tell episode six, the one that he did, compared mm-hmm. to everything else, had more martial arts, had more action, had mm-hmm. just more fluid motion. And uh, I think this Hayden Christensen, it's funny because now you look at Hayden Christensen, I know you're a Star Wars fan, right, Jeremy? Yeah. And I think that a lot of people have come around saying that they they would like to like Hayden Christensen 
he probably would have worked, but he was just directed poorly. Mm-hmm. You know, every everybody from him to Terrence Stamp. Terrence Stamp was like, man, I showed up on set, and Lucas was more concerned about green screen than he was about performance. And Terrence Stamp is a great actor. I think a lot of people, it's going to be funny that I think Finn Jones is a good actor. I really like him in this a lot, and I think a lot of people are going to be eating their words later saying, you know what, I actually do like Finn Jones. Yeah. Like I liked Hayden Christensen, or I wanted to. But he just wasn't directed well, or the screenplay wasn't right, mm-hmm. you know. Because you look at Hayden Christensen, I think that guy can uh, become a lead. He got, I think he got the, one of the biggest shafts in Hollywood. But it's not all of Hayden Christensen's fault, and I don't think it's all of Finn Jones' fault here either. No, it's not. And I mean, on the Star Wars thing, we saw Hayden Christensen in Episode Two, right? And we still lined up for Episode yeah, Three. Yeah. So I mean, it couldn't have been and that his bad. Beats right? in Episode Three that I genuinely see some good stuff from Hayden Christensen, you know? Yeah. Um, not all of it. Like, it gets a little crazy at the end, but that's because of screenplay and some direction. I think I would gladly bring Hayden Christensen back as a fucking full-fledged actor that's in his 30s now and be like, show me what George Lucas didn't let you do. Mm-hmm. You know? Let's tap into that. But I think that Finn Jones is going to surprise people, especially if he gets a good screenplay here, good dialogue, you know, that he can actually deliver and someone who can actually direct him, mm-hmm. you know? Um, or the pacing issues, which I think also comes down to screenplay. But I, I thought that was was kind of funny as well. Did you guys get a DiCaprio feel from Finn Jones at all? You always get a DiCaprio feel, <laughs> no, especially from Finn Jones. There's something like, well, because I messaged you and or I called you, and we were talking about how DiCaprio kind of like acts with his yeah he upper uh, face uh, a yeah. lot. So I got a theory that most actors or actors don't use all their face. Mm-hmm. The and Finn Jones uses the uh, like from his nose up. So is DiCaprio that he's a lot of eye and he's a lot of forehead uh, making expressions. He doesn't really neither of them really use like their their mouth or anything like that. And that's kind of where I see it. But you, I, I don't know where I see it. I just I just see some DiCaprio like some mannerisms of DiCaprio. Do you what do you think, Jeremy? Well, I mean. I, I see where you're, you're seeing that. Like, I mean, I think in the quiet moments. He's got them brows. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. He's doing th- some things with, with, you know, his forehead stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, saying things without saying things. But, um, I mean, it's know the beach, right? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Okay, so in a review from Screen Crush, Kevin uh, Fitzpatrick stated, The honest truth is that Iron Fist needed to be so much weirder than it actually is who wants to start that one off it needed to be weird it needed to be weirder is what he said. again it had to be out there we didn't get that that's the whole thing they explained it like they just talked about I it i agree and in the beginning it was always like because he couldn't ch- connect with his chi or his chakra i wasn't sure like it always it was just the plane crash over yeah. and over and over and over don't show me that yeah show me a dragon apparently you touched a dragon's heart yeah no show shit me yeah. show me that i wanted some pulp martial arts, kung fu, mm-hmm. and, you know, I think that's where a lot of people hung up. Like, I watched Doctor Strange this year by the trailers. I was not excited for Doctor Strange. It looked like Batman Begins and a little bit of Inception. And I, I go watch Doctor Strange, and I get a... I think that they flushed out what he can do um, with, with you know, multiple dimensions and with his cape. And and they just... I think they really did a really good job with that world. Mm-hmm. We got to see some weird shit with Doctor yeah. Strange. And, man, Iron Fist has one of the craziest pulpy worlds like i don't know if you guys ever played jade empire back in the day or if you're like into the shaw brothers movies or some of the old kung fu flicks i really thought i was gonna see some cool shit like that and for the most part it was pretty 
pretty average all the way through up till episode 10 or 11 that I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Episode 9. Anyway, wherever I'm at right now, it's all been pretty standard. Pretty tame. Yeah, tame. pretty tame. Yeah. And I really wanted to dive into this crazy, weird world. I wish I could have went to Kunlun. I wish I could have seen a flashback of a dragon. How much does it cost to make a dragon? I have no fucking idea. But knock three episodes off of this, and you got your money for a fucking right. dragon. Right. Hey, while we're talking about budget, though, um, how cool is his hand? Like, that's a neat effect. I think it's a it's... neat effect. I wanted to see more of that. Oh, too. no, I agree. Do Half I the see time more? it's like, it won't work. It won't... Yeah, well, I guess, <laughs> my yeah. chakra's broken. <laughs> What's up with my fucking hand? I don't know. It's glowing. It's like... <laughs> because I had this, I had this scene. Um, if where, you go... Oh, where it's dark and yeah, I had this lit up as his hand? Yeah, I had this scene in my head that I wanted to see this where he goes into this dark room. And this would be like someone filming this would just have a fucking wet dream, man. This is like, this is fun. Fun to film. Where he's just in this dark crater, this dark room, and you just see an iron fist going back and forth, and the lights come on, and everyone who was attacking him is, is down. Mm-hmm. And just something cool like that. I never got, I thought the some of the sets or locations were, again, very ordinary, you know? So I, I do wish that they would have tapped into something weird. Or like we talked about earlier, uh, having Riza come into six, I did have some issues with that episode, but I do think that had the most energy. Mm-hmm. And I wish that, yeah, they just need to do something to show me the world of Iron Fist. Because as, as of right now, I want to know more about Iron Fist, but I, I don't know shit. Yeah, I mean, maybe we see Kun Lung in the last couple episodes. Like I said, I haven't seen him, but um, that's what's missing. I mean, when Madame Gao is, is talking about the, the big tree or whatever, we should have had some kind of flashback. Yeah. He's, she's talking about it's like heaven. Yeah. Why would you leave? Um, when he was talking about his sensei, like, beating the shit out of him. Like, we should have seen yeah. him that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, don't tell me, show me, you know. And Daredevil um, does that with Stick, right? Don't they do some flashbacks on that a little bit? A little bit. A little bit. Not much, little bit. Yeah. They, but, I mean, they, they did a little bit of we don't need Luke that. Cage. Yeah. It worked just fine, you know, with him yeah. being back in the prison. Anything that's going to connect me to Kun Lun, and I don't know if this is true. Um, I heard, because I was shooting the shit with Ryan Smith last night, and I was going by how why I liked it, why he hated it. And if I remember right... I haven't seen this last episode, so I have no idea. I could be talking on my ass here, but I thought that he said that someone says that Kun Lun is destroyed or Kun Lun is, is, is no longer. They don't show it. And I was thinking, well, shit, because I really want to see what Kun Lun yeah. looks like. You know, if that's like, that seems like a really, if that's the way they go, I have no idea. But if that's true, that seems like an easy way out where it's like, well, Kun Lun. It's not Lun, there anymore. It's not there nowhere. And destroyed it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Show you Kun Lun. Maybe if you were protecting it, <laughs> yeah. it'd still be there. Yeah, it, I mean, if if they don't, that's that's a decision they made based on budget and uh-huh. not on how good the story can be. And when you're Netflix and you're Marvel, which is owned by Disney, I don't want to hear shit no. about budget. You, I always say it. I always say it. When you're Star Wars, when you're Marvel, when you're DC... You are the game changers. You got all the money you need. You can make stuff happen. You can make like the airport scene, you know, in Civil War. You can do things like that because there's no one holding you back. You have the the best equipment. You have the best technology at your hands. Yeah, they're still trying to figure out, you know, um, the uh, the TV universe here. But they got some money. Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage have all has all been well received. I think on a lot of uh, charts, Luke Cage blew everybody out of the water. I think it's like top ten, top fifteen TV shows. So I, I think they're doing pretty well. I wish they would have shaved off some to show us some of that weirdness. I think that's a it's a valid complaint. Mm-hmm. So um, another criticism here is that um, Dan Jolin offered some positive thoughts on the series. He gave it three out of five in his review for Empire. He called Iron Fist a fresh presence compared to the moody, conflicted Defenders. 
that's what I think I line up with him the most here. I think I'd probably give it a three out of five. I think it's good. I don't hate it. I enjoyed my time. But you know what? Some of my favorite comic book movies of all time, Sin City, Dark Knight, um, all the Batman movies. You know, I got some respect for The Crow. I like dark comic book movies, but again, you need to have balance. Mm-hmm. And when you look at some of this other TV, like, you know, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, uh, Luke Cage, um, especially Daredevil and Jessica Jones, really dark TV there. Uh-huh. Really dark. And I think one of my favorite TV shows on, definitely one of my favorite TV shows is Flash. Mm-hmm. And Flash is very light, very fun. I think, one, he does bring a good balance. You know, um, I'm, I'm glad I'm watching this. Not a, another down, dark comic book broody. TV show. Very broody. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm right on. I'm right there with him. Three out of five. And I, it's nice to have someone help balance out the defenders here. So I think they did a pretty decent job with that. I think he's definitely going to be the soul of the defenders where like he's kind of everybody's conscience because, you know, Jessica Jones, if she's, you know, sober enough to help out and Daredevil, you know, he's so he's the Batman of the group. And then I think who uh, Finn Jones. No, uh, I think uh, Daredevil will be. Oh, I agree. Batman. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and then Finn Jones is going to be the heart and soul of everybody. You know what? Yeah. In my notes, I have that he has the charm and charisma. I think Finn Jones as the flat, like the Flash. Mm-hmm. You know, I could see him coming lovable. in. Yeah, yeah, very lovable. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy that you just want to hang out with. Like, I would love to hang out with fucking Danny Rand. Yeah, you know, I think he's he's pretty laid back and just wants to be a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I could see him definitely being the Flash. Of the MCU. Not in in terms of abilities, but, you know, just that heart. Yeah. And then you got Daredevil, who's experienced and broody. And then you got Luke Cage, where it's like, hey, I need a friend. You want to be my friend? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, let's be heroes for hire. Yeah. What do you think, Jeremy? Did you like the tone? Yeah, yeah. I I agree. Um, I think that's where Daredevil, um, you know, maybe was the best out out of these shows, is that, yes, he, the you know, hero's broody and dark, but he's got his sidekicks that are uplifting and, and um so for the defenders to work I think you've gotta have this Danny Rand yeah. character for that balance because yeah and Jessica Jones it's all downer. Yeah. Luke Cage is kind of a downer. So um I, I like the tone of it. I think it's a good it's a good world building and um you know it's nice and light. Yeah. And I think I, I need it light right now, you know? And so I'm I'm completely fine with the tone of of the of Iron Fist. Um, another film criticism, we've kind of hit on this a little bit, but Marvel Netflix shows are about $3 million per episode. Uh, for a show centered around mysticism and magical fighting abilities, there's a surprising lack of visual effects or generally compelling imagery. And we hit on that. We needed something weirder. We needed to see I wanted to, again, something. We needed need to do a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was cool when the axe broke on it. Like in that first, in the hallway fight when they are trying yeah. to take Joy, I was like, oh, that's kind of like that, uh, yeah. you know, he can make his hand harder than metal. So, dude, I was doing I was doing some math earlier, and if you took this down to eight episodes, if you just like, hey, you know what? Let's do a tight eight, okay? Really show you the world of Iron Fist, show you some visual fantasy here, take you to Kunlun. Three million an episode, okay? Lose five episodes, okay. what does that give you? Fifteen million dollars, man. I. I would have loved for them to just show me eight episodes, get my mouth watering for a season two. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they need to do with some of these. Get us get us involved in that world. Really build that yeah. world up. And I think, again, we've kind of hit on that quite a bit, but I wanted to bring that up um, one more time because that's a big criticism of this show, I think. And, and the other thing, too, is I think that everyone's holding these other shows up on high pedestals because, I mean, you know, there's a lot of wheels spinning in Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and uh, season two of Daredevil. Like, I liked season two of Daredevil, but like, there's there's moments that I like. Like on a whole, I just yeah. think it's okay. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. I Kingpin agree. showing up, 
Yeah, um, a little bit of the Punisher at the beginning was cool. Electra's cool, but then you've got everything else that's just okay. That's exactly what I'm talking about yeah. like earlier. You know how I said this is consistent with you know um, Jessica Jones and Daredevil. Yeah, I yeah I I hear everybody saying you know what. The first six episodes, the first five episodes, complete garbage. I think it's consistent, just it's it's arranged differently. Maybe you have yeah. five or six when Jessica Jones, you had you know two wheel spinning, one good one, two wheel spinning, one good one. And I think that if you look at it, it's consistent with Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Um, I just don't see what everyone's really bitching about. I think they just wanted more. And I think that unfortunately it was destined to hurt yeah, because, because of the you know, the the race issue is one thing. Especially is, the trailer. Yeah. The trailer for um you know, Iron Fist was off the charts. It looked really cool. I think yeah. you posted it first on that mm-hmm. one, I believe. And I was like, oh, this looks cool, man. That's mm-hmm. when my mind started going on some of the scenes I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I was automatically going, man, who doesn't like you? We're all dudes here, man. We're like kung fu. We want to see some cool fighting. And I just didn't get that. I think it was, well, I got some. But um, just not to the level that I wanted or expected from something so mythical and right. nuts and, as well, and he's supposed to be the best martial artist in the in the Marvel universe. That Let's takes us. See it. That takes us. That segues us to our oh, next one. Look at me. <laughs> there's there's a lot of criticism on the fight scenes in Iron Fist. So um, I've heard some say that they were expecting the television version of Raid. Raid, I believe. Hyperviolent. <laughs> I believe Raid to be the best action movie of the 21st century. Okay, so I I didn't go into wanting expecting that. I mean, this is three million dollars, you know, uh, per per episode. I didn't think that, but I was expecting a little bit more from the fighting scenes. Um, and then I've heard some people say that uh, some have said it's flavorless, it lacks energy, and it comes off that Daredevil is a better martial artist than Iron Fist. Um, Variety's Variety's Marine Ryan said that the action scenes lack spark, snap. And originality. Uh, to the Daredevil comic, it seems like Daredevil's giving more effort, if that makes sense. Like, it almost seems like every fight, especially in season one, man, is he going to make it out of this? I never really was worried about Danny that much during any of it that I've seen, and I think that's part of it. But I think that's the difference in character. Danny comes alive when he's fighting. Like, oh. it's just that he's just a machine. He just goes, goes, goes. Daredevil's struggling with his... Uh, with the fighting and everything, but I, I touched on it earlier too that I, I they show a lot of faces in this where you're like where the camera's focused on them and they're doing movements, but you don't really see. It's like Christopher Nolan directed the oh. fight scene because no one ever really talks about that. And Christopher Nolan, I don't feel like ever gave us a decent fight scene in uh, in the Batman movies. You don't see what Batman's doing. It's just a lot of hard cutting and everything, and that's what this kind of reminded me of. But uh, got a couple decent fights yeah yeah we've gotten a couple decent ones i see where people are saying that because let's say we were just talking uh to to kind of bring it full circle daredevil season two i was not into until that like staircase scene where he's fighting all yeah. the way down see, the staircase. i thought they were trying so hard with that yeah they yeah. did but i mean th- that's better choreographed scene than anything i've seen in iron fist so mm-hmm. far um yeah. and with those budgets i mean you why why have we not called Jet Li or Jackie Chan to choreograph this right? I yeah, mean, Yin Wu Ping. What's yeah, he doing? You know, I mean, ha, I mean, have you seen Forbidden Kingdom? Mm-hmm. Awful script, but the fight scenes were fucking amazing, mm-hmm. right? So um, they could have done so much more, uh, and, and I think it it comes down to directing, right? Yeah. Uh, a, a bit because but they should have got they should yeah. like you said they should have nailed somebody for yeah. that though because in my in in my mind your fight scenes in Iron Fist should blow Daredevil out of the water. And I think I've seen... I, I, yeah, I, I saw better fight scenes in Daredevil season one and season two 
than I did in here. And I'm thinking to myself this whole time, I hope he doesn't come up against Daredevil. I don't know what'll happen. And I shouldn't be thinking that because Iron Fist fucked up a dragon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He is the protector of Kun Lun. He has an Iron Fist. And I look at this and almost every fight, like go back and watch him. He struggles every fucking fight. And I don't know why, especially if he's been, like I understand the fish out of water coming back, you know, into into taking over the Rand business. You think he struggles in every fight? Yeah, check this out, though. Yeah, he either dodges or he struggles. Like, yeah. he either dodges every shot. There's no, like, back and forth. Yeah. yeah. There's no, well, no he one should, should really touch him. No, he should dominate every fight, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, there's the, that scene where he goes, uh, he has the, the record of a broken arm, and he goes in there, and there's that big dude that's going to set fire to the, um, to the records. Yeah. He struggles with that guy. And I'm like, this yeah. is just a regular thug. You are the goddamn Iron Fist. You should lay him out on the floor. There's those two guys with knives that he fights in the first ring. Mm-hmm. I don't know what their skill is, but they seem like they should be, like, they're punks and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in a big arcade. Mm-hmm. You know, they just got their knives and they're fighting. I'm like, he should own them. Yeah. Here's the big problem I have. My big, my big complaint, I think, over all this is when you come over and you're Danny Ram from Kunlun to, you know, take over the Ram business... I get you making poor decisions there because you have that mind. You're not you're that fish out of water. You're not used to this. But when it comes to you being a martial artist and centered, that's your skill. That's what you've been trained to do. And when he gets over here, I don't think he owns people like he should. And two, he gets in that second fight in episode six that I think Riza directed. That that one woman just kind of like sticks his, her tongue in his mouth and he's yeah. like he's like charmed by her well he said he's never even had a he swore off from relationships and stuff like that it's your second fight yeah and she's seducing him yeah and i'm like okay that's where i can see the iron fist struggling in the real world but you should have that shit down you <laughs> yeah. should be like you're focused except man. that we don't know seeing it, it, where we're at we know how to defeat him in season two he shows some tits <laughs> Uh, Do you think he should be more centered, though? To a degree, Uh I think. But at the same time, uh, I mean, he's the hand know how to defeat him, you would think. Just bring in a hot Asian chick? Because it's before the poison. (laughs) Yeah. He gives that whole speech at the beginning that, you know, the harder he gets hit, like, the better he gets. I liked that, though, uh, when they were in the, when they were trying to beat him up when he had the straight jacket on and everything. Yeah, we had that that one scene, but I don't think that that, like, theme has carried out. Yeah. Yeah. He trained in Kunlun. He defeated a dragon. He should be able to whoop anybody's ass. Well, we don't know. That's the whole thing. We haven't finished the show. Uh And from where I'm at, we don't know why. He was able to uh, go into the dragon. That was the uh, that's the other thing. So the I dragon, think there's more to it. Dragon showed its tits. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was I was hoping that every scene because I was trying to think back on on all of them. There's some every action scene that I remember like it was stretched out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna talk to, about this in depth more. But like the did you see the rebels clip where it's um, Obi Wan versus Darth Maul. Yeah, I watched that episode. I just want to hit on that real quickly because it's something I have an issue with. This like Obi Wan, I th- I thought that was great, and I'm gonna talk about more of that later. Obi Wan owning Darth Maul straight was fucking awesome. Straight samurai, straight style. samurai. It shows you his skill level. I would love to build up season one here with Iron Fist, where any no one can random, touch him. Like okay, the great another one was the cargo container, the moving cargo container. He struggled with that guy. I know the place is moving, but you're goddamn. Iron Fist, okay? You've been trained. He struggled with that guy. 
he struggles with everybody. And I'm like, I, I want to see where he's kind of centered at Obi-Wan where the normal street thugs, he's just cutting through them like, like fucking butter. And then when we get to season two and he actually has to fight somebody that, or at the end of season one, I don't know. He has to fight someone. It means something because it takes Danny down a notch. I don't want to see him struggle like Daredevil because that's his thing. He's into Kung Fu. Yeah. His dilemmas should be more moral dilemmas than they should be physical ones. Whereas Daredevil, you know, he's fighting and he's good at it, but he also, you know, he's just a guy. Then he's got to go get stitched up Mm because he, you know, got stabbed six times. Right. Yeah. Well, let's end with the Iron Fist controversy. Okay, and then we'll uh, talk about our final thoughts. But Iron Fist was created during a time when the vast majority of superhero characters were white males. So there's a consistent and very annoying trend in in the entertainment industry to tell stories about the white dude who shows up in some other culture and becomes their most awesome member. savior. (laughs) So do you think they should have uh, updated the character character to Asian American instead? I don't think so. Now, I don't think he necessarily needed to be white. One of the things I think they've done great on the show is I think it's a very diverse cast yeah. um, in this show. Even with the TV series yeah. as a whole. Right. Um, I think that they could... I mean, it's New York, and there's a lot in New York, so I think they could have made Danny Rand, you know, Hispanic. I mean, they could have made him anything. He didn't necessarily need to be white. But, I mean, I think you would have gotten the same complaints if you made him a Chinese-American actor, because then you're just, like, saying, oh, Chinese people are good at... Yeah. Kung Fu, you and know? you know, and maybe we answered our own question. That's why we don't see Kung Lung and all that because of the trope. It's all white the... guys. Well, yeah. <laughs> that would be funny, right? Could you imagine the uh, criticisms on that? <laughs> anyway, the whole idea of like the white savior, like, uh-huh. oh look, I'm the white guy, and I'm going to come into the, your culture, and I'm just going to do it better than everyone else. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, if we. I mean, unfortunately, they kind of have to tell that story. I mean, you could make him struggle and stuff like yeah. that, but it would ultimately be that, and then people would still complain about that anyway. But, um, I, I don't know. It's yeah. tough. I support the casting on this. I really do. I like Finn Jones. Mm-hmm. And I, I've always said that, you know, I get so pissed when people talk about, like, I want the best person for the job. Was he? I don't know, but I do like Finn Jones, so maybe he was. Um, I guess the writer even came came out and said that he the character was not intended to stand for any race. It was just a fun story. His origin story is of a Caucasian male. Okay, um, I do think it would have been progressive. It could have been cool to cast somebody that was Asian American. I honestly think that uh, Colleen. I think it would have been interesting to take her. Um, this wasn't my original thought. I actually read this somewhere. I wish I could take credit for it because I think it's a brilliant idea. Um, Colleen, instead of being Danny Rand, I think it would have been a great time. Colleen Rand? Dan- yeah, Danielle Rand, mm-hmm. you know, bringing her. and Because she's great in this. I love mm-hmm. Colleen. I think she's she's um, good acting. Mm-hmm. I think she has brings a physical presence. And so I think it would have been great maybe to go that route. But I, I support the casting. I think it's good. And if you look at Netflix as a whole, we have... A very powerful, um, very iconic at this moment, um, black superhero within Luke Cage, who is in the Harlem streets, has a great, um, you know, Harlem soundtrack, you know? I think they do that character very well and with respect. Jessica Jones, domestic violence or abused women. So I think they have some really good talking points in all their television shows. They didn't go that route with, with Iron Fist. But I don't think that it's something to. I don't think they were on. bashing in anybody's race. Yeah, either. it's not like he was cock. I would have a problem definitely if he was Asian, and then they made him white. You know, I'd be pissed if they turned Blade white. You know, right? Um, it's just that's his character's roots. 
I'm not saying you can't update it, but it works for me here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does for me too. And he's not the only. Ca- I mean, I know Iron. It's called Iron Fist, but he's not the only character in the show. Like you said, Colleen's really good. Um, that's a non-white character that I think is performing great as an actress. She has cool fight scenes. I mean, she's badass. Madame Gao, I think, steals every scene she's in. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's. Claire. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are. There's diverse actors doing with real roles. You know, they're not one-dimensional. Um, doing cool things in the show, so. Well, the other thing, too, is I think that, um, you know, anybody could be under that mask. That's what's kind of cool, but unfortunately, what hurts this is that, at least right now where he's at, there is no mask. There is no real, I mean, he's just a guy. That's, yeah. And I think that's what hurts it a little bit, is that if they would have gone that route. In the episode that I've just watched, you see see another Iron Fist, and he's all... Oh, like how he looks in the comic yeah. books. I'm like, why'd they go with that? That's yeah. cool looking. Like, yeah, again, I think it would have been progressive to go that route. Yeah. I think it's probably a missed opportunity, but I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm not yeah. angry about it. You know, I think they could have been far worse. Stanley um, always said that about Spider-Man: is that anybody could be under that mask. Yeah, that he yeah. could be a guy. He could be a girl. He could be black, white, Latino, anything. You know, that's the the beauty of it, and I think that's what's cool about masks. Is you know, but. All right. Final (laughs) thoughts um, on where we are right now. I'm on episode nine. I'm just going to hit a few things that I'm really enjoying or some things that I'm not liking, and then we'll go around and then we'll get into movie news. Sound good? Um, I know, like I said earlier, I know people who hate it. Uh, My best friend, Ryan Smith, cannot stand it. Um, And we are usually right on par with each other. I'm just growing up with each other 20 years, 25 years of friendship. He just kind of fell off each other. And I was kind of surprised that he didn't care for it as much as I did. I really, really enjoyed that. Um, I think Finn Jones is charming as Danny. If you would have said, like, I, I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. Do you see the Night of Flowers there? Not at all. Neither do no, I. No. I thought he did a great job transforming he, I was himself into say, a different character. Loras isn't in Game of Thrones that much, though, either. No, he's helps. not. Yeah, yeah, he's only in a couple scenes. And I'm excited if they ever, because I think the future of these Netflix shows for me is something we've been talking about doing an episode um, about... Um, Duos, yeah, you know, um, whether oh, that's heroes, it's Luke Cage isn't getting a season two, and neither is Iron Fist. I don't that's think good. they're going to be heroes for hire. Heroes for hire. Yep. And I honestly, at this point, I think this is a really important. Do you see Finn Jones? Okay. Do you see Danny Ram with Luke Cage? I These do. two actors. Oh yeah, I yeah. do too. And yeah. I think they will play well together. I think Heroes for Hire mm-hmm. will be great. Um, and I, larger picture. I want to see him with Iron Man. I want to see him with, um, and again, I don't know if this will ever happen. We always talk about it. You know, and it's funny. I, I don't like this. It's like some people, like when you say, um, do you want to see Iron Man and Danny Rand together? Or do you want to keep them separate? I'm fine with them being separate. I don't know. Okay. I'm, I, but I hate the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe. I'm not I'm not into the movies other than the um, uh you know, the origin story movies, I've not liked any of the uh, ensemble okay. films. So, Because here's where I stand. I think, they say shared universe. I said that earlier, right? Yeah. Shared universe. If you're going to have a shared universe, don't tiptoe around it. I think some of the most interesting things in life, in general, politics, religion, some of the complicated things that are hard to, to digest... I think you put characters that are from different tones. Obviously, you have to figure out the tone of your movie. That's important. But you take people like Daredevil, and you take people like Danny Rand, okay, Iron Fist, and you mix them. I think that's the future of MCU, because we're going to have people dying. Captain America, there's rumor he's on his way out. Um, Iron Man, what's Guardians of the Galaxy going to be? Are they going to split that? We have Gal- you know, the universe and you know more towards you know the heroes on Earth. 
they're gonna have to fill the Avengers, okay? And I wanna see people coming in, and I really wanna see them attack that shared universe. I wanna see them go together and stop just kind of flirting around with the idea. Let's see Luke Cage talk to Iron Man. Let's see, you know, give um, Charlie Cox you know, a couple million bucks to show up in an Avengers movie, you know? Let's start bridging that. I think that's the future of cinema, where you have your TV and your your big, you know, uh, cinematic universe, you know, on the big screen coming together. Because then you get geeked out, you're watching them on the, the small screen, and then you can carry it into that $200 million budget, you know? That's where I want to see. And if it ever does go that route, I can totally see Finn Jones on that level. Mm-hmm. I could see Finn mm-hmm. Jones in an Avengers 10. You know what I'm saying? So that excites me. I really do like Finn Jones. Um, I really bought Danny and Colleen's relationship. I thought she was uh, really interesting. Um, the actress playing Colleen was great. Um, we talked about it a couple times, the connective tissue. Um, everyone from Claire Temple um, to seeing Madame Gal to Jerry. You know, I thought it was really mm-hmm. cool seeing Jerry and that Jerry was the one who helped um, Danny Rand, you know, get his... Um, um, put him back into the Rand Enterprise. Mm-hmm. You know, so I thought that was really cool. Um, Joy. Something I really want to hit on real quick is Joy. Is I thought the way they were going to play this at the beginning, Joy was going to be just like Karen Page from Daredevil. Okay? And I can't stand Karen Page um, in Daredevil. I thought they were going to do the same fucking thing. And I like what they've done here where Joy, from where I'm at right now on episode 9 or 10, she is coming out more of the villain than Ward is. Everybody's a bad guy mm. in the show. Yeah? Everybody's Did you bad see guy. that? Like, did you... You didn't expect that from the beginning, though, did you? Where Joy, because there's a lot of flashbacks of her mm-hmm. being good yeah. to Danny. Mm-hmm. And I really felt that she was going to be the good, Ward was going to be the bad. And I hated Ward and Harold at the beginning of this. I hated... I thought they were over the top. Didn't care for the performances. Still didn't care for Harold at, at the right. end of the day. But Ward, he's turning into this tragic villain that I'm actually getting behind... And Joy is turning into the villain over her brother, which I didn't see that coming. So as an audience member, I was really appreciative of them not going the cliche. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really enjoyed that. I thought Joy, the lady, the, the uh, actress. actress who played Joy, was better than the actress that plays Karen Page. So I think that is already better than, than Daredevil. Um, again, I didn't care for Ward or Harold, but you know they, Ward really grew on me. Um, I thought the fight scenes need to be better. Um, I wanted to geek out on more Kunlun fantasy. Um, I wanted to geek out on Iron Fist. You know, I didn't get to do that. I wanted to connect with that as in a way that I did Doctor Strange. Like, I really wanted that world to come alive. Um, better writing. I did like the synth score. I thought the synth score w- was really fun. Um, I've actually liked um, Luke Cage, that score, you know, that they had there, that soundtrack. Yeah. Um, it's actually one of my gym soundtracks that I listen to. I really appreciate that. Um, so, as of right now, I'm having fun with the series. Is it better than Flash? No. Is it better than Daredevil? I think it's up there. I think it's up there with, you know, some of the Marvel Netflix series. Don't think it's the worst. Don't think it's the best. I think it's kind of right there. I think it's consistent. Um, Right now I'm having fun. I think it's probably better than other TV shows like Gotham, uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. You know, um, so I'm I'm happy where it is. I don't think it's bad. I think if, if people want to bitch, won't they go look at something that needs to bitched at like Gotham? I haven't watched Gotham since like season two, but I think that's something that needs to be bitched about. I'm having fun. I'm entertained. Um, as of right now, I give it a pass, and that's without seeing the last three episodes. Having fun. Yeah, my final thoughts are, are similar. I think it's fun. I don't look out for it Emmy season, but um, but it's worth watching. And, and like I already, I mean, I already said it, but. There's enough interesting characters in this that I'm excited to see them in the larger world. I 
I mean, maybe I'm the only one, but I think Adam, Madam Gao has been amazing. I love every scene that she's mm-hmm. in. Um, Colleen, uh, I thought was was great as um, kind of his his counterpart. So I I, I think um, do you like her um, better as a counterpart than uh, Fogging for Daredevil? Um, I would say better than in season a, two as of a, Daredevil. As a duo, yeah. It, season one, Foggy and Daredevil, I really liked. Season two, I didn't like as it's much. Kind of got so stale. yeah, yeah, it's still uh, a bit. So uh, it was good, and 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 you you mentioned it, but uh, yeah, I do like that uh, this storyline with the um, the Meachams, where it's kind of like Joy was like good, and she's been changed by this world, and Wade like was always meant for this world, and he like is also like rebelling against it now so i think that's a cool storyline yeah i do too um i just think that there's there's more than just the iron fist going on here um and i think that's what's cool about the marvel television universe that we're not getting as much in the the films is that you've got real people that you can connect with even in this ludicrous uh thing so I think it's on par with with the rest. I don't think on it's par. A step back I think that's. Well. I think it's yeah. on par. I, I challenge people to go back and look at the structure of Luke Cage. You know, uh, one to six being awesome, six falling off and being dog shit. Um, Daredevil, <laughs> Daredevil, and Jessica Jones kind of teetering all over the place. And Luke Cage, or I'm sorry, Iron Fist, one to six not being as exciting, and then from six to where I'm at, nine or ten, having a lot more fun than what I did from one to one to six. I think it's just sorted differently i think it's rearranged differently so i think it's consistent i think it's yeah. on par it's all right yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i i mean pretty much what you guys said i mean the, the whole thing that yeah if you think it's funny we're all on the same page yeah uh, like. if you if you think that you know danny's milk toast uh which a lot of people are there's a lot of cool things that you can sink your teeth into like you know gal with the hand or the nisham family and you know we're not even talking about faramir I mean, uh, and I think yeah. he's doing all right. Yeah. I was going to say that, yeah. like... Yeah, it was cool seeing him. I think he's over the top. I think he's the worst part about it. Yeah. Um, but all right. It's all right. Yeah, um, I was going to say, he gets a little better. Um, you know, but it, it, it's a testament to the to the show, I think. I was actually curious, because uh, when I stopped, Harold killed his father. Wade killed his father, Harold. And I was Ward, like... But, yeah, okay. Ward killed Harold. Yeah. And I go, shit, is he coming back? Mm-hmm. It, he's kind of a more, I mean, he said that he felt his last breath when he died, when he died of cancer before they brought him back, you know, Harold. And I was like, is he coming back? Is he coming back? And again, that's one. Are you, have you seen that far yet? Oh yeah, dude. I'm okay. Than so you. I asked Ryan, um, cause I think that was the next episode. Mm-hmm. And so I'm only an episode away and I was like, Ryan, does he come back? And so I was interested enough in the character yeah. and, and I was curious if he came back and he does. cool too is that's what's happening in Electra, guaranteed. Yeah. They put him in that big uh, pot or whatever, that giant urn. Yeah. Yeah. That like, she's going to be immortal. How are they going to kill her? That, yeah. Uh, yeah. That like, if they literally can't kill her. So it's holding my interest enough yeah. where I'm like, hey, Ryan, you know, you've seen them all. Does he come back? Mm-hmm. You know? So I was like, I was, I'm entertained enough to be like, what's going on Curious. next? Yeah. yeah. Didn't just want to stop in the middle. No. I was going to say, the last two or three of Luke Cage, it was pretty hard for me to... I'm like, man, I really don't want to watch this. But yeah. I, I feel like I owe it to... Did you feel like some of the Electra stuff in Daredevil got boring? Oh, of course it did. Yeah. yeah. And see, no one is... You know, like, there was criticisms, The Punisher about, got boring, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, and there's some criticisms on... Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, I think there's some, there's some... There's definitely criticisms on Luke Cage and Daredevil, but nothing like this. I don't even think we hit... Do you guys have a phone on you? Can you look at Iron Fist real quick, Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, it's like kind of 44 or yeah, something it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really bad. Yeah. And I'm a guy who really, 
I don't know. I, I kind of support Rotten Tomatoes. Josh actually put a great article today um, on, on Facebook where it's kind of like what we always talk about. We use Rotten Tomatoes. Kind of a gauge. As a catapult, yeah, mm-hmm. for a conversation. And usually, you know, they hit or miss, yeah. but not like this. This is fucking bad. What's this yeah. have? Tomato meter is 18%. Wow, oh, my right. gosh. Audience score is 83%. Yeah, that's huge. That's so, one yeah. of the biggest But someone said seen. today, I couldn't believe that someone was like, uh, someone called him more privileged Batman uh-huh. in it and said that it's all the white people that are liking this show. <laughs> they said that it's, uh, he was like, just look at the, uh, the national scale on who's watching, uh, uh, everybody in North America is watching this yeah. show. No one else in the other or any other parts of the world are watching this show. And I was like, yeah. I can't it's, imagine. It's huge in Kentucky. I can't imagine. In Ohio. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine all the white people are watching this yeah. show and digging it. Everybody I, in yeah. uh, Tennessee are wearing like Iron Fist shirts. <laughs> yeah. <I have> no <laughs> you know? But like, but yeah, I would be complaining about that if, if, um, what's it? Luke Cage wasn't such a strong character. Yeah. You know, we have a strong character, African-American character with Luke Cage. Is it so bad to have a strong white character now? Yeah. When his origin is white, you yeah. know? So I think it's it's on par. And I'm so excited for the Defenders. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. So anything else you guys want to add? He's all right. All right. Give, it a sh- give it a chance, man. That's the whole thing. That None of them are perfect. Yeah, if you quit af- after episode one or two, give three or four a chance. I mean, mm-hmm. it gets better. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, we'll take a break and we'll get back into movie news. We are back with movie news. Hello. All right, guys. So um, <laughs> top five. We're going to do top five uh, movie news articles um, that I liked for the week. Um, now, these aren't in order, uh, but I have this theory. Instead of wasting our time with ten news articles, if it's not top five, it's not worth talking about. It ain't about. worth it. It's not worth it. So let's talk about my favorite articles of the week. Again, not in order. Let's start off with uh, breaking news. All right? <laughs> life. The movie Life is not a Venom movie. That's sad. It's just another alien um, in space movie. What How do you cool think? would that have been, though? I would have fucking loved it. <laughs> uh, some sort of like, you know, it's our Mr. Glass moment. Like, it would have been like, yeah, the, yeah it would have just out of nowhere where it's just like, yeah, yeah where they, they call it like, you know, at the very end of the movie, it's like, well, what is this thing? It's a symbiote. Uh-huh. Boom. It's just like, what? Like, well, like, we need yeah. Ryan Reynolds as another superhero character, yeah. right? So well, but that's the other people off, too, which yeah. would have been fun. But, but how cool would it have been because they talked about how he's a mercenary and all this crap that what if they just threw in there that his name was Wade Wilson? This is yeah. pre Deadpool. Uh-huh. Yeah, that he's. Uh, I think that would have been garbage, <laughs> but what I think would have oh, been. Oh, whatever. I think, like sucks. I think what would have been cool, though, is it would have threw people off. Yeah. You yeah. know? Um,. Yeah, I think it would have been fantastic. He's Wade Wilson's twin brother. Well, you, you just touched on it. I <laughs> Dale mean, if, Wilson. <laughs> if, Ly- if Lionsgate, okay, can do The Woods and then turn it into Blair Witch, if M. Night Shyamalan can do Split and then make it a spinoff um, yeah. of Unbreakable, why not? Why not? And yeah. so people started talking about this. It was like, okay, the first thing was when Life, I think it was a Super Bowl trailer, was when I first saw the, the Life trailer. Mm-hmm. My first reaction to it was, this is kind of weird. It's like Alien 1. Yeah. We already have Alien Covenant coming out. It looks like an Alien ripoff, but you get people like Jake Gyllenhaal and you get Ryan Reynolds. It made no sense to me why... Now, I'm not saying this is going to be as bad as, uh, say, Gods of Egypt, but Gods of Egypt was a movie last year that came out of nowhere. Like, no one wanted this. Yeah. It just it seemed just to broadside you, and it was the same thing for Life. Again, not on the same level of entertainment, I'm sure. Um, Life is actually getting some pretty decent reviews that I've seen. But what I'm saying is it, it just seems out of nowhere um, is people asking for this alien in space movie. It looks like a cheap alien ripoff. And I was like, wow, 
maybe there's something to these rumors of it being a Venom prequel. And man, what what better way to get people excited than like, oh wow, there's a Venom movie out. Kind of like when we went to go see Split. And we lost our heads over um, Split because it was an unbreakable. Last 10 seconds. Yeah. Oh my like, gosh, it's Bruce Willis. I remember standing up in the theater. It was the, the, the first time I was surprised in a movie theater for years. And because I didn't know anything going back into it. And I was like, wow, what a missed fucking opportunity. I almost don't want anyone to go yeah. see life now. <laughs> you know, what do you think? Sad. Sad. It's yeah. a cool rumor. It's a it's cool, cool rumor. I, anything I mean, is possible. Now I guess they're yeah. just going to have to, he's going to have to be Venom already in, <laughs> in the movie. They won't do an origin or something like yeah. that. And because then they released that their Venom's movies coming out in the next year yeah. or two, yeah. and they're like, "Whoa, so this is a prequel?" And no, the footage from Spider-Man Three. Did you yeah. hear about that? that yeah, they, that, yeah. yeah that I think it was recycled the, footage. Yeah, and that's what really got people talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Would you have liked to have seen this? Yeah, it would have been cool. I mean, I don't blame it for not being. Uh-huh. You, you know, the writers and whatever they're not in the Spider-Man world uh-huh. or whatever, but um, it would have been cool. It, and it would have been surprising, right? You wouldn't have been expecting it. So there may be another Matrix trilogy, and it may be about young Morpheus. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is being pursued to play the lead of Zach Penn. Um, He's the guy uh, writing the prequel. Said it wasn't going to be a reboot, and they are exploring the expanded universe. What do you guys think? Are you interested in a Matrix prequel? Are you interested in a young Morpheus? If they show us something new. Yeah. If they just show us stuff we haven't seen already. You know what? I mean, it's a rich world. Yeah, well, I think it's a rich world that needs fleshed out. Mm-hmm. So I'm totally cool with prequel sequels, whatever they want to do to flesh that world out. I would rather have seen a, I'd like to see a Matrix sequel. I think that'd be cool, yeah. you mm-hmm. know. But I, I don't think a Morpheus prequel is a bad idea. No, the thing that concerned me about it is that the Wachowskis are not involved at all, and I think you have to stay true to yeah. the, 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 the world. vision. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I know that they like um, that. You know, the Matrix is kind of their bread and butter right they've done other things but the matrix is yeah they won't make anything better no, than the matrix yeah. um so it, it's i think it's hard to stay true they've tried to that they're, yeah. yeah they're glued to matrix yeah it, it's hard to stay true to that if you don't have them involved in any way yeah so you know what and i love do you guys remember animatrix when it came out yeah they had like the part one part two of the prequel a, yeah i would like to see like a full-length movie well, though we did it was yeah. irobot yeah true <laughs> I like to see a better version of yeah. iRobot or the Animatrix. Mm-hmm. I like to see how the war started. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely, I think this world needs fleshed out. And Matrix was a, a gateway um, for a lot of people to get into martial arts fans. So if this, if they use, you know they're going to stay to that tempo and to that tone um, and that style where it's very martial arts heavy, a lot mm-hmm. of wire work. So hopefully this can be another gateway for um, a new generation or a younger generation of people. So I'm cool with it. Um, number three is the Man of Steel is going on an impossible mission. Do you guys hear about this? Henry Cavill uh, will star in Mission Impossible 6. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. What? So Christopher McQuarrie, he's directing. Wait a minute. No Tom Cruise? Yeah. yeah They're both in it. So yeah. Christopher, is he like a bad guy or something? That's, we don't know. Christopher Gotta McQuarrie. Be. Um, he's the director of MI6. Uh, reached out to Henry Cavill uh, on Twitter and said, hey, Henry, had a thought. Curious if you're interested interested in a role in the sixth installment of Mission Impossible. No pressure. Uh, so there are very few details, but what do you guys think? Um, is Henry Cavill being, uh, is he going to kind of replace Ethan Hunt? Um, hope not. Is he going to be the villain? What do you guys think? I, he's got to be a bad guy. I hope he's a villain. I'd like to see Henry Cavill as a British person uh-huh. because he is British, and I don't think I've ever seen him in <laughs> a film. Uncle? Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, but that wasn't that great. No. I fell asleep during that movie. So yeah. <laughs> it has been rumored for a long time. I remember a couple years back, it was rumored that Tom Cruise was going to hand over the reins to Jeremy Renner. Okay, mm-hmm. and then Jeremy Renner's been kind of hit or miss, and I don't think they he tried to do that Bourne movie. Yeah, you know that failed. He's um, just dad mode. Like, yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, he just doesn't have that. Yeah, that and look. I I think that yeah. rumor was I think there was a lot of truth to that rumor. It just they got cold feet decided not to do. It. I do like him on the team, um, just like I like Simon Pegg on yeah. the team and Ving Rhames. I like that team, um, but you know Henry Cavill, I don't like him as Superman. Okay, well I can't say that. I like Henry Cavill. I think he'd make a great Superman if they gave him something to do. There we go. He's not a great Clark Kent. No, not at all. But you know what? I think that he has the Mission Impossible face. And if you're ever going to give this to somebody, you know, and you're going to jump out of your own franchise, Tom Cruise, I think Henry Cavill, if he's not going villain, I'd like to see him as villain. That'd be fun. Um, But if he's not... He could be an interesting, you know, uh, replacement because I do like these movies. Um, they're kind of event movies now, where you know they're going to see a yeah. crazy stunt. Mm-hmm. Um, if Henry Cavill's willing to fill those shoes and have some fun, if they go that route, I want to see more Mission Impossible movies, and I think that'd be in some fun hands putting him He's with Paul. with everybody. Yeah, and Ethan Hunt's pretty short. Would you like to see yeah. him take over the role next to Simon Pegg, Ving Rhames? No, Jeremy Renner. No? no, okay. I like Tom Cruise. Yeah, but if he decides. That the mummy's gonna stop. make him. Oh, he's gonna, <laughs> he's gonna make mummies. ten mummy movies. Yeah, <laughs> then stop doing it. <laughs> kill off the ki- just kill off the world. <laughs> yeah, I I I'd like to see him as a villain more than I think I'd like to see him as um, a replacement. But I, I do think he could be an action star. I think, uh, unfortunately, because DC is trying to copy off off of doing a million you know like universe movies, I think he's locked into Superman. We're not yeah. going to get a replacement. Um, you don't but, think he's going to get into a, jump into a whole other franchise? Then? Right. Yeah, I don't think he's going to jump into another Probably franchise. Um, and so, a side note, according to Skydance um, CEO David Ellison, he said that the stunt that Tom Cruise is doing in MI6 will top anything that's come before. Are you freaking kidding me? It is absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. He's been training for a year it is going to be, I believe, the most impressive and unbelievable thing Tom Cruise has done in a movie. And he has been working on it since right after Rogue Nation came out. It's going to be mind-blowing. He strapped himself to a plane and it took off. He's going to ride a, a bomb butt naked. I was about to say, he's going to ride a cheetah. <laughs> he's going to ride a cheetah? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. He's, he's going to wrestle him. a bear yes. for real. He's going to give exactly. a gorilla a piggyback. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's funny. He's going to hang from a tree. Yeah. By his dick. Or he's going to punch a shark. Like, just, straight up. I, I just see the Revenant scene happening again, <laughs> yeah. but no CGI. Exactly. It's just like, actually a bear. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. He's going to fuck a cheetah. Yeah. He's going <laughs> to German suplex a bear. <laughs> uh, it won't make any sense in the movie. But he does When he it. fucks a cheetah. But you're going to be like, he did it for real. Yeah. He did it, man. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to scuba dive. In the Bermuda Triangle. Performs yeah. his own bestiality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah, it's 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 going to be fucked up. But I don't know what he's going to do. But I, you know what? I, I get excited when I hear that Tom Cruise is doing his own stuff. Like, when you know the mummy? Yeah. That looks so shitty. Uh, well, I kept <laughs> just, like, that's the joke is, like, that totally happened, man. Oh, my <laughs> that, God. That plane fell with him in it. Yeah, no shit, then... right? So I get excited. Like, I think my favorite stunt would probably be, I think it takes balls, obviously, to get on the side of the, the plane in the last uh, Mission Impossible movie. But I... I, I, don't I know. can't get I, over climbing that building. The building. Yeah. I, liked, I liked climbing that. I thought that was no pretty cool. No shit! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that it's was great. cool. But yeah, I have no idea what he's going to be doing in this. So I'm curious. I'm very curious. Um, Anthony Mackie 
wants to play Marvel's Blade. Uh, Mackie was at Wizard World Comic Book Convention, and he said, "I pretty much want to grow. I wanted to grow up to be Wesley Snipes. Um, if we can bring back <laughs> Blade, <laughs> I'd definitely be, be Blade in a Blade movie." I think this is just him yeah, having fun at a convention yeah. to shoot the shit. There's no way. I was gonna he's say gonna he's way. Falcon and he's do does a good job. He yeah. doesn't need yeah. to be Blade. I Wesley could, Snipes could still be Blade. Wesley Snipes still wants to be Blade. Yeah, yeah. Um, let him do it. I, would I go see a Blade movie with Wesley Snipes? Fuck yeah. Okay, yeah. I I think Blade Three sucked ass. All these motherfuckers yeah. trying to ice skate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think Blade Two is fun with the blood pack. You got Donnie yeah. in. You got Ron Perlman. I think there's a lot of fun with, with Blade Two. Um, I you don't like Triple H and Blade Three? Jeez, man. <laughs> or how about MTV Dracula? Oh my god. Yeah. Um, I do like uh, Ryan Reynolds' um, yeah. beard. Oh, yeah, yeah. you've slick. almost got that going on. The yeah. Hannibal Jessica, King beard. Jessica Bill. <laughs> I like her. I just wish they were in a better movie because I can't stand yeah. Blade 3. But what happened to her? How come she's not in movies I don't anymore? know, man. She's hot. She needs to be in movies. <laughs> <laughs> but she's um, she's hot. So... <laughs> oh, man. I, I, keep, I keep on thinking about that Chuck and Larry scene. Yeah. It's a good scene. Google Chuck and Larry, Jessica Bill. Yeah. You'll love it. Um, go to sleep with that one in your head. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's time. To, I, I honestly think it's time to reboot. Um, Wesley Snipes is cool. I would yeah. go see another one. If they choose to do that, I'm not going to be offended. I'll, I'll go watch Did it. Did you like the Blade TV show? I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And again, it goes back to yeah. my shared universe stuff. I want I don't want them to keep... Because some of my favorite times of growing up is when you pick up a cool comic book and you have... Fucking Blade next to, you know, whoever. Ghost Rider. Yeah, it's just kind of yeah. fun. I, I don't think that, yeah, Blade is completely out there. It's dark, it's vampire, it's horror. But you got fucking Asgard. You have fantasy, okay? Mm-hmm. If fantasy can collide with Earth, then why can't vampires that are on Earth collide with superheroes? You know, so Blade's one of those other ones I would like to bring in. If you're going to have mutants and humans, all this other shit... You know, why are we so scared of bringing Blade into the franchise? Um, if, if they ever do that, I say reboot. Let's bring Blade in. I have this fun idea, okay? I want Idris Elba to be Blade. So, let's pause. Idris Elba is playing Heimdall. Yeah. I want to see Heimdall mm-hmm. kicked out of Asgard. He gets banished to Earth. And he becomes a vampire? And he becomes Blade. And he mm-hmm. changes his name. What do you guys think? Is that shitty? Yes. Okay. Maybe it's, it's just not me quite forced. the... The origin story of Blade. <laughs> yeah. You think uh, Rotten Tomatoes would shit on my? <laughs> I, yeah, think I, so. <laughs> I think so. You might as well just make him white. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wish Idris Elba was white and yeah, also exactly. We're gonna Google make it. you a ginger. <laughs> Henry Cavill is uh, up for Blade. Blade. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up wanting to be Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm not Hayden opposed. Christensen is Blade. I'm oh, not man. opposed, but Blade Let's Three was so bad. I don't know. Dude, they want a Triple H. I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch it. I do want to see another Blade. I hope they figure out what they want to do with that um, and then go from there. I don't know. But, all right. So, my last bit of movie news and kick it over to you guys, see what you have. Uh, my last bit is Michael Shannon is the front runner to play um, Cable in Deadpool 2. See, now you say that. But I did know. you see the leaked? I did. Did you see the leaked footage? I did. Or the leaked uh, pictures with Brad Pitt? Yeah, so that's confusing. Um, and this is from a, a very good source. Um, the the article that I read said that Michael Shannon has emerged as the front runner for the much buzzed about Deadpool 2 role of Cable opposite Ryan Reynolds. The sources say that Shannon isn't the only one the studios um, on their on their list, but is the one leading the pack and is the top choice at this stage. Um, someone posted that today, like you're talking about Brad Pitt. 
I was thinking about that. And Brad Pitt, some of my favorite roles is when he's not going for that Academy Award, when he mm-hmm. kind of goes outside of his box. Um, you know, Inglourious Bastards, okay. Um, Tyler Durden, his best performance is something that is pretty much out there. Um, as an older actor coming in, Brad Pitt's not in his 30s no more. I think he could probably, if someone gave him a chance to have some fun with a role like that, it's not my top choice. Okay, yeah, but like I, Kevin I, Nash. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think he could do it. I, I would prefer Kevin Nash over Brad yeah. Pitt, but I'm saying I think Brad. a lot of people hear Brad Pitt like they hear Heath Ledger for Joker. Yeah. I think Brad Pitt could probably pull off a pretty cool cable. Um, speaking to Michael Shannon here, He's it's not, weird that he's odd. Exactly. I mean? Like, yeah. I don't mind people being in, like, two different... Like, you can be in yeah. Marvel, or, you know, you can be in... in you know, it'd be two... Yeah, fucking Marvel and DC. I'm not opposed to that, but you got to remove yourself for a while. You know, because Man of Steel was not too long ago. I don't want right. to see... He was in, just in Batman v Superman. Yeah. Exactly. He's not far enough removed yet, so I say... I don't want to see Michael... I love Michael Shannon. I think he's a great actor. I think he's the best part of Man of Steel. Um... So I say no to Michael Shannon. Brad Pitt, I'm sure he would do fine if they give him a chance. But there's too many other... Like, you brought up Kevin Nash before. I'd be about that. But what I'm, I'm more about is the one that I think's not going to get it. He was, like, the first um, front runner for it, which was Stephen Lang. Mm-hmm. I think Stephen Lang would be mm-hmm. great. Um, there was even uh, a joke at the end of Deadpool, I think, with Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. I think Dolph yeah. Lundgren would be fucking badass. And it would kick back to the fun 80s, you know? Yeah. Um, Liam Neeson, you know, maybe... Pierce Brosnan, I think, would be an inspiring choice. You know, so I think there's a lot of, of more talent or more inspired actors than Michael Shannon and Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's pretty inspired, you know, to, to pull him into something like this. Yeah. You know, but I think that uh, there's definitely... Who do you guys want to see as Cable? Kevin Nash. Yeah, are you, so Kevin Nash, what's your top two? Kevin Nash and... Anybody that I read even... Sound interesting to you? No, not really. I mean, Cable's just one of those one of those people that I, I almost feel like you just got to go. Um, you just got to go some no name. Yeah, yeah. Just, I think Stephen Lang, man. I really yeah. think that he would knock it out. I really like the Stephen Lang, or I'd want an unknown. Mm-hmm. Just get make somebody's career on that. You know, get somebody good that you haven't heard of. Because Cable's got to carry these movies. Yeah. 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 And we don't do that enough anymore. You know, we don't get somebody totally unknown yeah. for a huge role like that. And, and I feel like in the 90s that was happening all the time and people were killing it, you know, yeah. people who had never been in a movie before. Um, so I'd like to I'd like to see somebody, like, really build their career off of that that role. Yeah, a couple people on, on Facebook today said um, in our, um, our group, I think it was Kyle Brown said it was a, probably just a placeholder. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of agree with that. You know, you look at um, Ryan, I think it was, yeah, Ryan Gosling was going to be Doctor Strange. They had. Uh, did you ever see the concept art for that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go go look at. It. It's pretty interesting. Like there's there was concept art for Ryan Gosling to become Doctor Strange. I'm glad they went with Benedict Cumberbatch. I yeah. don't think Brad Pitt's gonna get it. I could be wrong. Um, I hope Michael Shannon doesn't get it though. I love Michael Shannon. I just I don't. I'm not ready for him to be in another superhero movie yet. I think he's such a talented actor. He can do a lot of other things. If he wants to come back to something like that, you know, give it some time. Yeah. You know, because uh, it's too fresh in my mind. Like you said, it's just Zod. So I. I would go Stephen Lang for my pick is where I'm going, and then Dolph Lundgren. I want. I think that'd be fun. I think it'd be cheesy fun, and Daredevil has a lot of fun, you know. And uh, Daredevil does a lot of. Deadpool, but that's okay. Um, what did I say? Dead, you said. Oh yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, Deadpool, I think, really breaks that that third wall. You know, fourth wall. Yeah, man, I'm really fucking up today. This guy, like, what's this fucking guy talking about? Um, <laughs> the fourth wall. Um, I think Deadpool knows how to have fun. Mm-hmm. I think casting someone like Dolph Lundgren would be fun. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know. Um, those are the top five movie news segments that I really enjoyed reading this week. What about you guys? Anything that you guys want to share? I uh, I mean, WrestleMania is gonna be a shit show. Uh, <laughs> is it really? it's like uh, uh, it is announced or it was announced today that uh, Brock and Goldberg will go on last. Really? Which I'm like, it's the damn thing gonna be over two minutes. Is that Sunday night? That's no, no. That's the uh, April second. Okay, April second. Okay. Yeah, but still, just the whole uh, you know. Come on, guys. Are they looking healthy? I mean, <laughs> as yeah. healthy as can be. Yeah, I don't know. It's just whatever. I don't uh-huh. have any idea. I'm just lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any movie news that you guys want to share that struck your fancy? Only thing I saw was more like controversy on the Batman. Oh, uh, uh, I saw uh, something that like Joe Mac, whatever his name is, uh, he's like still going to be in it, but maybe he's not Deathstroke, or maybe he what? is. What? Like, yeah, I yeah. See, I read that as well. Um, What's even going though, on over there, man? I don't know. Like nobody seems. Nobody to wants to do anything. Yeah, nobody wants to like make that movie. So um, it's it's really interesting. I. And, and like, I mean, we've talked about it in several of the podcasts. I think Ben Affleck surprised a lot of people and, and was just fine as Batman. I'd like to see him get his own yeah, movie. But, um, but it seems like every day I'm reading something where somebody doesn't want to be a part yeah. of that anymore. I so. recently heard, too, that the original screenplay that they were going with where Batman takes on a lot of the, the, the villains, like, mm-hmm. that has been completely scrapped now. And they're, they're doing something entirely different. So the story that we've heard from day one is completely turned around now. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on over there, man, but a lot of shit. <laughs> I, I mean, I hope that it's all changing because they know they need to get it right. I hope yeah. they're just not, like, screwing up. But um, and that, that, Yeah, that, I'm glad you said yeah. that because when you hear changes like that, it's easy to jump the gun, but, you know, maybe it's changes for the best, man. Maybe it didn't work. Maybe it, they weren't... You know, it wasn't gelling. It wasn't fleshed out. And maybe these changes are for the best. So we'll see. Yeah, and the article I read said that he's still with the movie, but that maybe he's just not Deathstroke like everybody thought he was going to be. So we'll see. Right on. Anything else you want to share? Apparently Han Solo might be a name that he picked for himself. Really? That Han Solo might not actually be Han Solo's actual name. Okay. uh, That'd be interesting. Yeah, that was two hours ago. Which is, I just kind of looked up something real, uh, I just wanted to see if there was anything that we maybe missed in During the, last, the podcast, yeah. 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 I'm always afraid that something, like, something amazing crazy is going to drop yeah. over in here, and then yeah. we have to wait for a whole week to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know how I feel about that at all. I mean, that's kind of, uh, um, that's a little aggravating to me. I don't know, that, that sounds something like Han Solo yeah. would do, though. Yeah, make it up his own like, name. Yeah, it sounds like something in his character. Star-Lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. I'm, and I'm man, I'm so pumped for Star Wars, man. I can't, yeah. I can't get here fast enough. Yeah, I'm excited too. Uh, so let's uh, get into some trailer talk real quick, guys. Um, what'd you guys think about Pixar's Coco? Um, if you guys are listening out there, um, Coco is an, a the second Pixar film coming out this year. The first one will be Cars Ten. Is that what it is? I think it's Cars <laughs> Three. Boats. Anyway. So fucking. Are you guys a Cars fan at all? Hell no. No. Is anybody a Cars fan? There's the not, kids I've, are. I've kids, talked yeah. to. Are they? Because I've talked to like 10, 15 people. They're just. I think it's the most hated Pixar film. Oh, it sucks. And I don't know why. Cars, planes, cars too. I don't get it. So Coco uh, comes out in December. It's Pixar's uh, first original film in a while, isn't it? Right? Yeah. Because I think Cars was this year, or Cars comes out like June. Last year was what? What came out last year? Finding Dory. Yeah, yeah, so another sequel. Mm-hmm. The year before that, well, okay, they had the good dinosaur, which I called the bad dinosaur, which is a piece of shit. <laughs> um, but that, that was horrible. <laughs> that was horrible. So I all think, this yeah. time, all this effort that people put into it, it's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
mad. So Coco follows a 12-year-old boy named Miguel who sets off a chain of events relating to a century-old mystery, uh, leading to an extraordinary family reunion. Book of Life fans are calling out Pixar's Coco for being a ripoff. What do you guys think? Do you see that? I did. Yeah, stylistically, yeah. Oh, yeah. very similar. I get a Book yeah. of Life Spirit Away vibe mm-hmm. from it. I don't know. What, what kind of puts me back on this, I've never seen Book of Life. Okay, have you guys watched Book of Life? No, mm-hmm. it was on Netflix for a while. Maybe it still is, um, so maybe I should watch it. But. Yeah, it, it could be great. I have n- nothing to say about Book of Life, but I know that it's it looks very familiar to it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it kind of throws me off, like, because... You know, like, studios have done this for a long time. Look at DreamWorks. They did Bugs Life and Ants yeah, back in yeah. the day. Similar ideas. That was when Pixar was growing, you know? When you're Pixar now, we, we talked about it earlier. When you're Marvel, when you're DC, when you're Star Wars, you're the game changers. You know, when you can do anything you want, Coco could be amazing. Yeah. Coco could, you know, take home fucking best animated picture. They could, they could do a lot of things. Might be my favorite Pixar movie of all time. I don't know. But when you're Pixar and you can do anything you want, do you go and make a movie... That looks just like Book of Life. I don't know. It seems yeah, like there's the, fresher the ske- ideas out there. Those skeleton characters. I mean, they look like they were drawn by exactly yeah. the same mm-hmm. people. So yeah, I wanted a fresh yeah. experience. Yeah. Maybe I'll get one, yeah. but just from the trailer, not feeling it. What do you think? I think it's interesting with the with the times too. I wonder if this is trying to help um, help a wider audience understand, you know, Mexican culture yeah. a little bit more. I, I I got that vibe. I I don't know. I wasn't too interested in it. I thought the the animation style was neat, yep. but I didn't really care about this kid and his guitar. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping. Yeah, I think the, the soundtrack could be too. cool, though. Yeah. The soundtrack yeah. with that classical guitar could be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're doing a Toy Story versus here soon. Toy Story versus what? Toy Story versus Toy Story 2 versus Toy Story 3. Oh. Which is the best? Well, Toy Story. You think so? Yes. Mm, can't wait. What do you think? It'd be It'll be interesting, because when Toy Story yeah. 2 came out... It was everybody was talking about how like that's the way you do a sequel. Like, yeah, yeah. That sequel's better than the original. So um, and you we'll look see. at them on like it, you know we always use Rotten Tomatoes as a gauge for marathons. It's how we do a lot of verses to start our conversation. And you look at uh, Toy Story one, two, and three. Ninety eight percent, ninety nine percent, a hundred percent, right next door to each other. So when you break it down, best duos, best characters, best villains, best location. What gets best location in a Toy Story movie? Pizza Planet. Yeah. Maybe, right? <laughs> but then you have the daycare. Yeah. You have... It ain't no Pizza Planet. Probably not. Sid's room. Yeah. Sid's, Sid's room. backyard. Yeah. So what gets best location? It's going to be fun to break uh-huh. it down and see what is the best... I've never had a thought about it. When I think Toy Story, I kind of just group them together. Al's Toy yeah. Barn. Yeah. Like- <laughs> There's some good ones, man. Yeah. So I can't wait to break it down. Mm. But uh, when you can do a Toy Story 4, which I don't even know if I'm bored with, but if you can do a Toy Story 4 and Incredibles 2, we're doing an Incredible vs. Watchmen. Um, in the next when when dude, Guardians of the Galaxy comes out, people get so mad at me because I was like, "Dude, have you seen?" Uh, when people go, "Oh, I haven't seen Watchmen yet," I'm like, "Have you seen Incredibles?" Yeah, it's pretty much the same movie. Dude, I'm, seeing, yeah, I'm, I'm glad like, you blue penis and everything. It's true. Yeah, it's <laughs> Big old dick. It's funny, it's but not... you get it on the screenplay level, right? Oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. the same story. Same movie. Like I tell a lot of people, we're doing Watchmen versus Incredibles. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, just trust me. Just yeah. go with me. We'll get there. That sex okay? scene is pretty much a reshoot. It's yeah. true. <laughs> right? It's true. But um, so when you can do Incredibles 2, when you can do um, you can do anything you want your fucking Pixar, I just don't know why you do a movie. Even if that's like what you want to do, you just don't do it because it's kind of already been done. And yeah. I don't know. I just mm-hmm. wish I was getting a more fresh experience. So um, not too excited. We'll see what happens. Um, Baby Driver. What would you guys think of this? I had higher expectations uh-huh. from what we described. 
Edgar, you know, when yeah. we originally described, like, I was like, I thought the music was supposed to play more of a role in this. Yeah, and it will. It will. I hope. Time. Yeah, it will. Like Edgar Wright. Um, there's some people have already seen this movie. They're just they're saying that it's Edgar Wright's Drive, Edgar Wright's La La Land, Edgar Wright's Fast and the Furious. Those did you hear the movies I just named off? Like Drive, yeah. La La Land, Fast and the Furious. That's a lot of different kinds of movies. People coming out of screenings saying that uh, if anybody's listening, like, what the fuck is Baby Driver? Yeah. Edgar Wright. He was supposed to direct Ant Man. Um, ended up dropping out. He's directed Shaun of the Dead. He directed Hot Fuzz. Um, Scott Pilgrim. Um, he's he's a legend in the business. You know, people want to see him doing some geeky stuff. Um, he drops out. He goes makes Baby Driver. Baby Driver is um, about a a kid working for a crime boss, but I guess he has a hearing problem. Yeah. Or yeah. something something along that nature. We has to listen to music, and that kind of puts him into focus. And uh, so supposedly he's using this movie um, to play an awesome soundtrack. And uh, I, I didn't. I did get a little feel for that. Not. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I didn't get as much as like they talk Especially, about. Yeah, like, exactly. From like what what murmurs when we talked about this at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Like I, was, I didn't get that at all. Edgar Wright said it's a it's a action movie powered by music, and I I know I don't know if I like it, but I know the the final product will be that. You know, whether we connect to that score and to those scenes will be something else. But um, I, I hope it's it's it was like my number three, number four most anticipated movie um, of this year. So I'm I'm hoping, man. I'm on board. I think it'll be watchable. I, I actually got kind of a crank vibe mm. from the trailer. <laughs> Um, I mean, it, it, we're, it's kind he's of not a, banging Amy Smart on. No, he's not. Car. Gonna, we're probably not going to get a, an Amy Smart sex scene. Is she still <laughs> alive? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I hope so. But uh, <laughs> um, you know, like kind of just like a funny action type uh-huh. thing is. So I, I think it'll be watchable. It'll be good. All right. And do you guys know anything about Death Note? Um, I've watched a little bit of the anime. This is where people, I think, are going to get pissed about whitewashing. Um, Except that they completely change everything. Yeah. If they just take the idea of ne- Death Note and then bring it... You know what I... What is Death yeah. Note? So, uh, kid gets a book, writes someone's name in it, they die. Hmm. There's a demon that comes in mm-hmm. uh, and gets them, but that, that's... And Willem Dafoe is that demon. Is he? Yeah, he's the yeah. voice of the demon. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's just the voice, though. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to be was some kind born of... to play something like that, with yeah. a name like that. But you know, his his voice is so... I'm uh, so connected to his voice being... The Goblin. The Goblin. Yeah. That I wonder if that's what I'm going to be thinking when I when I watch this the whole yeah. time. Because his, his voice is so distinct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not the coolest anime to like turn into a live action. I think movie's the right way to go. I don't, I, I'm glad that they're not making it like a 13-episode oh. series because... Um, I'm I'm on the fence about it. I think it could be a huge flop, or, yeah. or it could be. It's cool. on. You know what? It's going Netflix. Yeah. I want to do an episode soon where we just break down 2017 Netflix because man, they are taking stuff by storm this year. There's a lot of original content. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much is going to stick, but this is one of those ones that they're taking a chance on. And if if anything, I can really respect the studio for taking some chances. Mm-hmm. And they're taking some chances. I wasn't too interested in this. I don't know shit about Death Note. Um, wasn't too interested. It looks okay. Um, I'll watch it. See, you know, see how it goes, but um, it reminds me of Constantine in the sense that, like, he's a British guy and he's got blonde hair. Well, we're gonna put him in Los Angeles yeah. and make him Keanu yeah. Reeves. But, uh, but, yeah, I know yeah. a lot of people say that uh, they're looking forward to this TV show. It's not a TV show. It's a it's a yeah, it's, it's a Netflix movie. movie yeah. yeah. So I'm very curious how that's gonna um, if it's gonna, how it's gonna play. You know, people are gonna be fascinated or even interested in it. So um, let's get into our last segment: what we've been watching this week, Seth. Well, I just got out of Power Rangers. What'd you think? 
Uh, was it, was, it the movie you were hoping for? No. <laughs> I mean, it was okay. I mean, the whole thing is, like, it took forever for them to become Power Rangers. Yeah. And it's just like anything else where we got, like, a 20-minute fight scene at the end, and that uh. was basically it. But it was just a lot of build-up. There were... Can I talk about it? Yeah, it's no, go ahead. Are you yeah. sure? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Okay, so when they finally get their Zords and they're all riding out, like, they play the theme, like the old school theme. That's so you cool. hear the, go, go, Power Rangers. Oh, it's cool. just for, like, a second. And I'm like, and you get the riff and everything. I'm like... That was cool. Like, the whole That's theater cool. just started clapping. Yeah. And then at the very, very end, uh, when they defeat Rita and all that, uh, there are two people that are recording on their Did phones. Did you like her? Uh, she was okay. Oh, she was no. over the top. But, I mean, like, the, she needed to be. You know what I mean? But at the very end, there were two people recording, and it's Amy Jo Johnson and Dace, Jason David Frank. That's the original Green Ranger and Pink oh, Ranger yeah. are sitting next to each other. And, man, I was like... They should have just got them. They look the exact same. They like, like? Yeah, they looked great. Um, and I don't know, like, the Green Ranger, he's an MMA fighter. Okay. So, yeah, 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 I was going to say, and then she's always doing all kinds of, like, charity work How was Brian Cranston? He was all right with what he had to do, um, and we were completely right. They set right. him up for a sequel, or he's just okay? Was he... I mean, he... Was he, he learned, quite a bit? He learned a lesson. No, I mean, he. you never actually see him. He's an alien. Yeah. Do you hear his voice yeah. a lot, though? Yeah, yeah, he's an alien, and then he's the Etch-A-Sketch wall. Okay. Um... But, um, yeah, I'm excited already for the next one. Just was he cause... wasted? Because like, when I watched Godzilla, he was completely wasted in mm-hmm. Godzilla. Was yes he wasted and... in the Godzilla Yes sense? and no. He was in it more. And I was going to say that, like, but he wanted to do this. You knew that, right? No, that yeah, he, know, yeah. he was an original. It was his first jobs. He was a voice actor for Power Rangers. Power Rangers. He's done more than one monster yeah, on that's there. Cool. Yeah, that's uh so this was kind of like his love letter. And That's then, fun. like, there's a thing after the credits, because the whole thing is they're all in detention. It's very, uh, oh, Breakfast Club, where they're all kind of misfits and stuff like that. And it's very dipped in Twilight. But anyway, during the after credits scene, they're they're all in detention again, because they, they all have detention all year long. Uh, and they go, he's doing roll call, and he goes, Tommy, it's Tommy Oliver here, and that's the Green Ranger. And then they see his desk, and it's empty, but there's, like, a green uh, uh, hoodie laying on it and it's like oh man green rangers coming which rita was a green ranger so i'm sure that they will somehow work that back in there but i'm excited for the next one i mean like i i'm happy they got rid of all like got the origin stuff all out of the way because i want to see them have some fun this time around so you think it's good enough to have a sequel i yeah i'm curious i thought they all did a good job and i thought they modernized it pretty well because i mean like there was they're all in detention because one Jason puts a cow in the uh, in the locker room and then ends up getting in a car accident running from the cops. Um, Billy he accidentally blew up his locker because he's got some issues. Uh, uh, Kimberly um, shared a uh, shared a naked pic of one of her friends and then her friend like freaked out and all of that. Like you know they have real real world problems basically where. Um, I thought they did a decent job modernizing it, if that makes okay. sense. What do you but, score it? Um, 2.5. Wow. I mean, 2.53. So I mean, yeah, again, yeah. like... Because we go uh, ugly, bad, yeah. good, great. I was going to say it's 2.53, somewhere in there. I mean, uh, I had fun. That in sucks the, for you, though, because yeah, you're a I am. I love it. I was yeah. going to say, I thought. I mean, I had my morpher with me, and I was going to say, I told my wife, I was like, hey, make sure and grab my morpher for the movie tonight. I left it at home, and she's like, where's the morpher? I go, it's right next to the dragon dagger. <laughs> like, it's like... <laughs> Um, but, and it just stinks because it's just one of those things of my childhood, but, you know, but there were little kids there and they were enjoying it and I'm like, this is good though, that they can... You think it'll green light a sequel? I, you know, I think so, but you never know. It's gonna make that money, you think it'll make it? I don't know, we'll see. see. I was going to say that there was, it it was funnier than what I thought it would be. There was definitely, uh, some, some good, uh, 
some uh, some parts you'd laugh at. Really? If that makes sense. So yeah. Anything else? Um, watching? I you know Flash Legends of Tomorrow, uh, which I'm liking both this last stupid episode of Flash where they're with the musical. It's like four songs. It's hardly even a musical. Wow. This is a waste of everyone's time. Anyway, or talents, I thought. Because um, everyone on that show has been on Glee, pretty much. Um, <laughs> did you know that? Super Supergirl, Flash, really? and uh, the guy they got to play the Music Meister, all characters on really? Glee. Yeah. Um, then lots of wrestling, and then, uh, you know, just trying to finish up Iron Fist. Okay. So, that's Have you ever seen um, The Professional? I've not. Okay, that's up for Pantheon right now. Okay. So, um, I had Oh, watched, yeah, I yeah. was going to say, it's got the guy from Godzilla in it. Um, the French oh guy. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I was yeah. thinking the 2014 Godzilla. No, no, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like yeah, Luke Besson from yeah. Godzilla. Yeah. Um, so I watched that. I had to write my review up for that. Um, it looks like um, the Facebook poll is really going for professional to be Pantheon. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I've talked about lately though is I think there's a lot of people, which we knew this going in. Um, a lot of people, and if you're listening to this and you're one of those people, um, completely cool. Um, what we said though is that um, we're only going to give a vote one uh, one vote. For the uh, the crowd, the crowd, mm-hmm. and because a lot of people, I think, just if they like it or if they've heard of it, they say yes, it's Pantheon. You know, yeah. there's a couple people that genuinely watch it. Like you said today when you came over first, Jeremy, you're like, you know, I'm gonna have to get another watch before I vote. I haven't voted yet because I need to see it. You know, yeah, I've I never a, seen it. So. Yeah, so I wish a lot more people would actually watch it before they vote. But that's why they we only give it a point. You know, uh, but I had to write my review up. Had to watch that. Um, so I put my Pantheon vote in just a couple days ago. So I watched that. Um, watched Dread and Raid, which I think Raid is the... A lot of violence. A lot of yeah. violence, man. I think <laughs> Raid is the, uh, my favorite. It's the best action movie of the 21st century. And I put that up against it's so brutal. Wick. I put that up against Crank. I put that up against Mad Max Fury Road. Um, we did an action marathon not too long ago, and Raid was not accepted that well between, um... Our the, other marathon members. Things going up against Die Hard, though. Yeah, yeah but even even tough. though even though Die Hard did win that mm-hmm. Pantheon, rightfully so. Um, I still don't even think it made. I think it cracked maybe top three. Okay, maybe top four. But um, Nathan, one of our marathon guys, didn't care for it at all. Kyle, our other marathon guy, said that he liked it. I think that's about it. I think it's the best. Um, you know, action movie of the 21st century. Um, Ryan Smith, he's another video lander. Um, I know he has gives it high praises. I'm gonna take it to Josh and cousin Wayne. They're the versus <laughs> guys right now, and I want to see what they think. So we're gonna verse these. It's the same fucking concept. High rise, two law officials going into a building, Ooh. whooping some ass. Mm-hmm. So I'm very curious which one they're gonna go with. They even have like electronic scores to both movies. So a lot to compare there. So um, that's going on Saturday. So I had to watch both those. Um, finished our anime marathon, which I've kind nice. of made. 2017 our animated year you know where we really dive into animated films that's why we're doing toy story one two and three that's why we did the anime marathon we're doing a, a miyazaki marathon uh we're doing um i want to talk about two cult classics um so we're going to do maybe iron giant versus nightmare before christmas you know Ooh. yeah so we're going to really that's dive, the nightmare before christmas gonna, i'll be that guy we're going to really dive into some animation <laughs> this year and i really enjoyed this um nothing got kicked up to pantheon though um I have a big gap when it comes to anime. Um, so it was, it was really interesting to, to, to watch these films. I'll tell you what, though. There's a movie that really stuck out to me in here. And it took 13 out of my 20 awards, which is the highest I've ever given a movie. And there was only one Pantheon movie in here for me, and it was Akira. I thought Akira was so badass. 
Um, I Tetsuo! Really, yeah, and Nathan... Cut it down! Akira, Akira won the Golden Idol. Yeah. And how yeah. it works is during the Golden Idol, whatever wins... Goes up that's, to that's, Well, only if it's unanimous decision at the table. Oh. Okay? So I said, all right, Akira's the Golden Idol winner. It had 22. I think Spirit Away had 13. Okay? So I say yes. I want to kick it up to the council. Nathan said yes, too. It was Pantheon. Kyle said no. All right? He's, he, Kyle didn't think there was a Pantheon movie out of... Any of the six, okay? So that blocked it. Now, people can nominate it, you know, a council mm-hmm. member can nominate it, but it just does not get kicked up to council. So, uh, but I really enjoyed it, man. Ever since I watched it, it's been sticking in my head. It's now just you need to watch yeah. some Dragon Ball Z. It's, well, no, it's <laughs> like, like if you watch Dragon Ball Z, and then you go back and watch Akira, and you're like, oh my God, they're on the road. It's like, <laughs> like it, just I, like the, the hair and the, oh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. blown away by Akira. So I found out that there's a French magazine, I believe it's called Metal Hurlant, that um, was the inspiration for Akira and Blade Runner. So I was like, okay. It's a magazine? It's a magazine, yeah. So I guess, yeah, it's an ongoing magazine. I, I don't know if it's like Playboy or something that has like short stories or short, you know, like comics or something like that. But I learn French. Yeah, the world, though, looks like that. that uh, cyberpunk. Yeah, very cyberpunkish. Yeah, yeah perfect, perfect analogy. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to take that. I'm going to package it in a versus now. Okay, didn't it? It won the Golden Idol for the marathon, so we're gonna take it to Versus and we're gonna do Blade Runner versus Akira in October. I think that's gonna be really interesting to break both those, especially with the new Blade Runner coming out. Yeah, that'll be in October, yeah, Yeah. October 6th. Cool, so um, been doing that. Um, I took my daughter to go see uh, Beauty and the Beast. Um, that was okay, actually, I thought it was better than okay. I cried like a little baby. Okay, yeah, there was a couple scenes that just you know, just get you in that emotional hook. You know, they, they just, they played the emotional beats. Yeah. I fell for them. I got a little, I didn't cry, but I got teary-eyed, yeah. you know. Joyous occasion, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really sweet going with my daughter. Emma Watson, she did okay. I heard she was auto-tuned. Could you tell? Big time. Yeah, you can tell. You, you can tell. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, that was my big problem. Like, I, I hate when you go to see a musical and it sounds like they're not doing it on set. It just seems kind of mm-hmm. awkward. There were some problems there, for sure. Um, Emma Watson... She did okay. Didn't hate her. Um, didn't love her. I think there's probably a lot of, of there's there's more people that could have that played you know um, Belle. You know I think so. I uh, I really wish they would have cast somebody else. But overall, um, again, like we talked about Ma- Matrix being a gateway. You know I think this is a story that needs to be retold for a younger generation. I think it's I think it's a beautiful little story. Um, I had fun with it. It looked pretty. You know um, overall, I had a pretty good time in the theater with it. So I'd probably give it a four out of five. That was pretty. Pretty great little movie, you know, especially if you have kids to take. Um, so I watched that. And then, what else have I been watching? Rebels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so someone posted on the Facebook group that there was this the Obi-Wan Darth Maul fight yeah. that I knew was coming, but I have a lot of issues with Rebels doing a lot of will spinning. Mm-hmm. And I'll watch like four or five episodes, nothing happens, and then they just nail something. Awesome. Awesome. You know, and they. It's I just about cried during that. I'll be honest. The Darth Maul one? <laughs> yeah. Really? I didn't no. cry, but oh, I did say... you see it? No, I didn't okay, watch Rebels. Yeah. There's this beautiful scene. All right. So after the deed's done and everything, it has... Um, here, I'll cue up the music. Um, <laughs> that uh, it, it's Obi-Wan, and he is uh, he is walking back to the homestead and everything, and he is... Um, He's on his dewback and everything, and then out of nowhere, you can hear Aunt Baru, and they used her, all right, and you just hear the, uh, you just hear this playing. 
And it's like, Luke! Luke! And you can see this little kid running. And he just sits, and Obi-Wan just touches his beard, and it just says Rebels. And then it just starts, and it just has the, the credits are playing. And I'm just like, yeah. man, this just, this should be the end. Is yeah. that, like, that's yeah. how it should all so, just lead into it. To, it. to paint the scene. It's beautiful. Do you care? Yeah, no, you okay. can go. It's legit. So to paint the scene, like, I've always thought Darth Maul should have died. You cut someone in half. Kill yeah. him. I think it was a little drug out that you know gets mechanical legs, yeah. comes back, night mm-hmm. sisters, a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. But that's what they did. Yeah, it's became canon. became part of Mandalore. Yeah, like it's, it's ridiculous. It's canon. Yeah. So whatever. I thought the end game here was really good. So he goes and I I almost like kind of pissed that they used this for animation because yeah. it was so beautiful. The, the location, the scene, how it was shot. Obi Wan Kenobi, old man on Tatooine. He's next to. Um, a campfire. Just okay. chilling. Two moons in yeah. the sky. Shot beautifully. You can check it out on YouTube yeah. if you yeah. just want to skip and, to that. And I don't know how they did it. He sounded just yeah, he like... Yeah, he sounded great. He sounded just like... Uh, Alex Guinness. Yeah, yeah. Alex Guinness. And I, I think they did something where they were using part of him because he said a lot of the same things. Yeah. Was, you you shouldn't be here. Yeah. <laughs> like, he sounded just like it. Like, yeah. it was just like, oh man, this is cool. I'm and, getting behind this. Maul, you know, like when he... Last time he met Obi-Wan... It was in the him Wars. and Qui Gon Jinn, and it was a well. No, they fought. Uh, okay, the well, I mean, Wars, like, yeah. in, in, like in a live action. I don't. Yeah. yeah, I didn't wasn't aware of that one, but yeah. Okay, actually, I was. I yeah. was. Yeah. But anyway, the last time that they're, um, yeah, I guess strike all that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it was a good fucking fight. Yeah. You know, and this it, time, go ahead. Well, I uh, nothing. I don't I, remember I, the Clone Wars stuff. Okay. Well, I was just it's gonna say, like, I was just gonna. Here. I want to talk, but I'll let you keep painting the picture unless you want me to paint mm-hmm. the picture. Good. Okay, so like they are, Maul is like they're they're walking around, they're kind of circling the campfire and everything, and then Maul ends up, uh, he ends up putting out the fire with the. With yep, he swings his lightsaber and then puts it out, and he goes, "Why are you here?" He goes, "Why are you on Tatooine?" Yeah, exactly. He was like, you know, it might not, it might just be better just let you, let you just die here rather than just let me kill you because of how pathetic you've become. And he's like, "But why are you here? What are you protecting?" Who are you protecting? And then Obi Wan then activates his lightsaber. He does the whole like this, and then it's like fucking samurai. Perfect. Just, yeah. just the two Perfect. of them just sitting there in the dark, and then out of nowhere, Maul attacks him. Obi Wan blocks high, blocks low, and then just cuts right down the middle. Kills of him. him, slays him. Yep. Just no. Just cuts through his yeah. lightsaber, and he and Maul's doing the exact same thing that he tries to do to Qui Gon. He tries to hit him in the face. He goes right for that, yeah. and then. It shows you that Obi-Wan knows his shit. Still. Yeah. yeah. It is such a beautiful scene. Yeah. And it's just like, and I couldn't believe it was over. And then Maul falls over and then he's like, is it the chosen one? And Obi-Wan's like, it is. And he goes, well, maybe he can get vengeance for both of us and then dies. And it's like enemy of my enemy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, holy crap. They're almost friends at the end. Yeah. But yeah. And I just love though how, like uh, Dave Filoni said that they thought about a prolonged battle Mm -hmm. between Maul and... And I'm like, that's that wheel spinning shit. If it's yeah. this is powerful when you watch this because it does so much for Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Like it shows that this guy has he's a master. You just can't fuck around with Obi Wan, right? You know, and, and he really was thing. fucking around with Vader. Yeah, no, on the Death Star. I th- yeah, and I, th- I think it was both of them fucking around. Yeah, where they were, think, they were know, just talking. They were just talking. They're yeah. just fucking around, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think even back when you know I watched, you know, hell, if I, I watched Star Wars last year, two years ago, ten years ago, I always got the sense that they were just kind of feeling each other out when mm-hmm. they're having a conversation but it shows you it just this helps back it up that obi-wan he knows his shit dude you see vader at the it's the same as people saying that you know like obi-wan knows his shit 
Fucking, it shows Darth Vader knows his shit at the end of Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Granted that, like, Luke's still a little kid, though. Uh-huh. Like, he still is a kind of a mix between Ewan McGregor and Alec Guinness. Like, he mm-hmm. isn't straight Alec yeah. Guinness. Yeah. You look at, at the point. end of Rogue One, Vader slaying fuckers, right? Yeah. And then you see Obi-Wan slicing Darth Maul like it's nothing in a blink of an eye. And then they meet each other, Vader and Obi-Wan, you know, in New Hope. I think it'd probably be a tie. I think it's, yeah, but they're just filling each other out. And yeah. then Obi-Wan sacrifices himself. You know, yeah. I I totally buy that, you know. But, um, yeah, I just think it was such a beautiful scene for a character that probably shouldn't be around at this point, Darth Maul. But um, yeah. I was I was blown away by just how creative it was. Mm-hmm. Really good. And then again, yeah. it cuts back to the whole, uh, um, cuts back to the end with, with Luke running up and that music playing. I'm just like... And then it's there's, there's rumors, it's there's rumors going right now that they're really going to start tapping into Everybody. Rebels, the cinematic, you know, mm-hmm. movies, yeah. or the, the movies. And um, Benicio Del Toro was cast in episode, is that eight? Yeah, episode yeah. eight. Do you think he's Ezra? There's a lot of rumors going on that Benicio Del Toro is an old Ezra. I hope not. Yeah? How, how old? He'd have to be ancient. No, it's, yeah. no, no, because this is, it would be 30 years. It's 30 years between, oh, okay. yeah, and yeah. Ezra, and yeah, so he'd probably be, what, 40? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want That's that. about as old as Benicio Del Toro I'm okay is. with Chopper being in there. Yeah. I'm okay but with, But have you heard like, about, like, Benicio Del Toro, what, how they're explaining his character? That he's, like, yeah. some, he's some Imperial guy, isn't he? No, he's just a very gray character. Like, he dresses all black. Mm-hmm. You know, no one knows if he's bad, if he's good. Mm-hmm. And yeah. from what we know of Rebels, you can see that um, Ezra's really... You know, being changed and morphed as the as the season goes along. You know, yeah. and really being you know like kind of pulled to the dark side. So mm-hmm. be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. What abs? Yeah. So what, <laughs> what have you been watching, man? Well, I've obviously been binging Iron Fist. Yeah, no shit, um, <laughs> no shit Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> um, no tap for anything else. <laughs> I've been watching Humans. That's back. Um, so that's like a that's a British show that uh, AMC has picked up to air here. Not a. Um, not a new concept, but it's done really well. It's, you know, uh, what happens when synthetic, you know, robots become, like, as real as people do. Um, and then Into the Badlands is back on AMC. Is that good? Um, I've first, heard, I've heard Badlands is what Iron Fist should have been. That's what like, I've, I've heard that today, so, too. Yeah. So for the first season, um, story-wise, uh, like, I like the world they created. Story-wise, not so much. The action is great, like the chore the choreography and and it's like it's gory, it's you know it's bloody swords. Everything it needs to be. Yeah, everything yeah. it needs to be. First episode of, of the second season, they're taking the story in a new direction that I, I like. I, I think it's going to be a lot better. So I'm I'm actually excited. Uh, first season was only eight episodes long, so it's not a big commitment to get into. It's on Netflix, um, but I, I'm so excited. How can for it. Into the Badlands have better choreography? Then Iron Fist. Isn't that mind-blowing? Yeah. It, I, I mean, understand. it's the best, like, fighting choreography on TV right now, I yeah. think. And that um, should be Iron Fist with as yeah. much money as they pull in. God damn. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's what I've been watching this week. Any any movies? Did you go see Beauty and the Beast? I haven't seen Beauty and the Beast yet. Um, you know, they, they have one gay joke in it, so I can't get... No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't seen that yet. I'm, I'm excited for Ghost in the Shell. I think that's going to be cool. Uh, I'll that probably comes see... out next week, right? Yeah, 31st. Um, a couple movies I want to see. Life comes out uh, today. Yeah, yeah, Friday. And Life comes out today, too? Yep, Life. And then next uh-huh. week's Ghost in the Shell. And yeah. then Power Rangers. Uh, so. I finally saw Logan, so I didn't. Uh, I hadn't seen it oh, until you like Logan? this week. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I thought it was, you know, what an adult X-Men movie needed Should to be. be. Wasn't perfect, yeah. but um, but I really liked it. I, th- yeah, I, I thought really even Jack Ben did a, a great job. And, 
and Patrick Stewart, that's the uh, role that I uh, like him the most in. Do you think <laughs> if this came out in November, it would be, Hugh Jackman would be up for an Oscar? Um, I think that his, I think that he did a good enough job to, uh-huh. hero movies never, yeah, yeah. nobody even But he did do own. a good enough yeah. job, didn't he? Man, yeah, so good. I mean, it was it was emotionally relevant. It was you know he he did a nice job. X twenty three. Yeah, she was great. I hope that she like uh, carries the reins. Carry, carries on and and gets some good roles. Just like um, uh, what's that kid from Room? Um, but both, uh, I mean, it's children. They're both like killing it. Yeah. Um. So so good. Anything else? That's it. Guardians. First. Well, how far are we from Guardians right now? It's in summer. Yeah, it's August. It's only like, no, no, it's like summer. Or no, it's May, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it's first, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's the, it's the first it's the first big comic well, if you're not counting Logan, yeah. mm-hmm. it's the first big comic book movie. Yeah. So is, I'm excited. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. All right, anything else? All right. Uh where can they find you, Jeremy? I'm on Facebook. I'm on the Facebook group a lot, Jeremy Clifford. Um, I'm also on Twitter, J S C L I F F O. And I'm Brad and I am always in the Dragon's Lair, just doing my thing. Seth, take us out. Um, so, we are uh, on adventuresinvideoland.com. We are on Facebook. Dot, dot com? Dot com. <laughs> um, but we are on Tumblr. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter at, at Videolanders. We are on Instagram. But always remember that the conversation begins and ends on Facebook on our group, Adventures in Video Land. Uh, if you ever want to look at any of our archive stuff, that's how you can see all of it on uh, on our cool website that Brad keeps up to date all the time. It's super neat, so you should check it out. But anyway. Um, What's your name? My name's Seth. How you doing, Seth? I'm well. How about you? Not too good. That's good. Uh, I was going to say you can find me on the Twitters at, uh, at LairdGeek, L-A-I-R-D-G-E-K, all one word. I'm Seth Fisher. You can also find me on Facebook, but I mean, I don't know. Just chat with me on Twitter. I don't know. Or send me a, a PM me. I don't yeah. know. Don't write on my wall. It annoys me. Don't ask for nudes. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Do you want anybody asking no, for nudes? No, no nudes. Yeah. Because yeah, we're huge in, like, what, the Netherlands? Yeah. Yeah, so might Keep get some nudes, warm. Yeah. Keep yeah. it someone warm. Keep it someone warm. Until next time, my good people. Peace out.